Let everybody hear how he harasses devs. See, yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. one of those. Fuzzy is one of those toxic <laughs> ones, isn't he? All right, everybody, welcome <laughs> to Xbox Ultimate Podcast, episode number 98. Uh, thanks to the chat for being here uh, nice and early, piling in here. We already got, uh, I think, 17 people here waiting for the show. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you so much. Um, like I said, this is episode 98, so only two away from 100. Um, wow. It's insane. I said... It's crazy. I, I wonder one day. I wonder if we'll ever even hit a hundred. You know, will it, will it work out? You know what I mean. And here we are, uh, two weeks away. And um, got to thank now, this if you count, panel as if well. You count all the rest of your. If you count all the rest of your shows, this is actually show number eight hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe so. You know, we had uh, what what episode are we on? The PM and the PM Pong. Oh, what are we on? Sixty something, I think. Aren't we? No, um fsp we were on like around 26 26 and then i think yeah. like uh fun pop we were in the 60s i think something no we had like, I think 50s it was like two weeks after a year so we had like 56 episodes. your last episode was 55 55 yeah. okay fsp is 27 pm and the pm is 34 right okay wow you're just on top of it <laughs> Well, all you have to do is go to your yeah. YouTube. Just shy of 800. And I make the, I make the thumbnails so, and the events. Yeah. So. yeah. There's game streams and random shows and, and stuff we do, too. So it's it's been a crazy two years, actually. We just had the two-year anniversary of the channel, apparently, according to YouTube. Wow. It popped up. Yeah. So According? I mean, that's facts. I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't even know where to see, like, when you started it. But, like, I saw this thing. It's like, happy anniversary, like, on YouTube Jeez. Studio, you know? And I was like, oh, I guess. Go to your about page. It tells you July 14th, 2020. <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> um, So, yeah, we have a very special guest here today, guys. Uh, somebody that I've gotten to know really well uh, in the community uh, from early, early on, uh, when I first started this, who is who is ty- is that Pong typing? Are you like are you typing like uh, on a big ass mechanical keyboard? No, <laughs> you can never hear my typing. I I am typing, but you can never hear my typing. Okay, somebody somebody's like working like nine to five, like a Dolly Parton like type facility <laughs> or something, and it's like <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so this, how this, was that? This guy. Early on, I uh, got to know him very well. It was uh, very nice to have me on his channel. I believe like a couple times he's been on here. And uh, one of the best people in the community has been in podcasting and games journalism for years. Years and years and years. I mean, pretty much like, geez. I, Centuries. Yeah, I mean, he, he goes back before the, days of, before the days of video games. I mean, he was doing board game podcasts before there was video game podcasts. <laughs> Um, he was just talking fireside chats around a real fire and he got people in the neighborhood around campsites and recorded it on cassette tapes and stuff, you know. Um this is Mike Mollis. What's up, Mike from Next Level Gaming? How you doing, man? What is hang on a second. Yeah. You're you're one of the OGs, man. Go back that far. I heard oh, about that like, you were at the first E3. Century. It wasn't even called E3, it was called E. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe it was called A. Well, and people were like, what's electronics? Electronics. What is that? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mike. Oh. Am I? Yeah, yeah you're very. I've been. To have somebody oh, so like, that's been around for so, so long. So, so far. I, I mean, I've read about you in the history the books. 
And it's great to see you here face to face. Wait, you read a book? I tried. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it was a picture book. It just had. It was a bunch, I was just. It just had a bunch of pictures nice of Mike. Picture. You know. <laughs> yes. What's going on, guys? Good to be back. I have. Uh, it's been too long. It's been too long since I've seen you guys and 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 Pong's smiling face and um been been hanging out with you guys and yes we we you were uh um we had you on pretty early when you when you came around and uh uh you're actually in our current channel trailer because you were on our um video the video game awards show where they announced oh, yeah. uh perfect dark That's and we right. all went nuts yeah oof that was a good that was yeah. a good announcement that was a good perfect that was a good dark good was announcement. awesome yeah a shame that the game is in hell, but it's a good announcement. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great announcement. We'll see it sometime. We'll see so. it sometime. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, you've been at this for about twenty years, so maybe before you're done in the next twenty, maybe we'll see that yeah. game come out. <laughs> so you know, I'll be uh, I'll be in a retirement home playing yeah. Perfect Dark. Yeah, so, Joanna uh, sure does look yeah. different now. <laughs> Hey, young, young engineer games. I remember when I and, saw the uh, first Perfect Dark premiered for the first time over there on the old Xbox. Or Sounds like I'm listening to NLG right now. Jeez. <laughs> wow. You know what? See, oh. it, 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 the, the man, the man, the man with the four and a half hour podcast record. Yeah. Still. <laughs> Still hold that. Yeah, Me and Dreadpool. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. guys were still, that show is still actually on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that was insane. Yeah. So the only person we have not, uh, I said we've had other people from uh, Xbox Ultimate on throughout the years, but we have not yet had Sister Caitlin on. <clears throat> you don't want me on. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. That's, Unless you just want my I mean, random comments. That's that would be uh, believe me, that's all we've become now on NLG is random comments. <laughs> you have one of the I most think, inviting chats and welcoming shows for sure. Well we try. I, I mean I we try and, and you know without without the people that come and see us every week, I always say this. Yeah, Naked know, HD leader, is really welcoming to you know, <laughs> yeah. Naked HD. Yeah. Uh, you know, Peter, Chris, and I could easily just go into an Xbox party and talk all night. But we love, I mean, it's the people that come and hang out with us every week that, that make it what it is. And it's like, it's just a big friend gathering for us Tuesday night. So it's mm-hmm. it's nice. And we love, you know, I... It used to be I, Thursdays. Was, you moved it to a new night. So it's working out. Yeah, well, you know, because somebody had to come in <laughs> and do a show and take all of our people... So I had to move to another night. And, uh, oh. You know. But, I don't know who that was. <laughs> I don't either, you know, assholes. <laughs> no, um, so, um, but uh, no, I, you know, I said this, um, I was talking with uh, Spooky a couple weeks ago on his, he, he did an interview with me. And I mm-hmm. said then, I don't take anybody who comes and hangs out with us on our podcast or in our chat or on our show, never take them for granted. Because... I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing fifty, and yeah. this is kind of a fun hobby for me. Um, I, I 
I'm surprised people watch me at all. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. I, I, great to have you on the show here. Well, and uh, we're going to get to some fun topics as well. Uh, but yeah. you just mentioned uh, Caitlin, first to my heart, lovely wife. What's up, baby? Hello. Not much. Just hanging out. It's hot as shit. Yeah. So just trying to stay cool. I was outside for like two hours today and I, I had to like, it took me about two hours to recoup. I feel, I feel like, like you're still not recovered, though. I'm not, totally. honestly. I'm It'll not. stay with you, like, all day. Yeah. The rest of the night. Just keep hydrating. Um, yeah. Um, excited to have Brother Mike here. And uh, hey, chat. And how you doing, Jasper? Uh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you can answer the question. How you doing, Jasper? I, I said all right. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, the amazing, uh, realist Jasper himself. What's up, Jasper? How's it going, man? Yo, it's going pretty good. I was just playing back. <laughs> See, now you can't do that and not do it in your Gomer Pyle voice from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, but the Gomer Pyle voice is kind of hard because, like, it's like my natural voice, but then I have to add like more country onto it. So it's like, <laughs> just say, just say, motherfuckers, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. So you know, you know, we talked last week about doing like some random like streams, power washing streams, and me and Jasper tried this last week, and we were doing power washer simulator streams like two days ago. Was it two days ago? Was it? I don't remember. (laughs) Um, We we tried it a couple days ago, I guess. And, uh, you know, it was, it went well. Like Jasper was a great partner. The only problem is he kept having to leave to go take a shit constantly (laughs) in the middle of our stream. Behind the van. Yeah. Like I was trying to, we're we're doing this tree house and I knew it was going to take a couple hours to do, but literally like he would wash the fence for like five minutes and then leave for like 15 constantly. (laughs) I just wondering what you ate that day. I mean, you didn't come prepared. Every also, day. whenever you got close to him. Yeah. It's... Whenever I saw you, I'd take shit. <laughs> I'm like, Why? I don't understand. That's okay. Um, anyway. All right. The Encyclopedia Gaming dating back to the very first cam- g- game. Game. <laughs> yeah. Game ever created the, the one and only Pong Soul. What's up, Pong? We are already way left here. What, is, know, what the sorry. hell is going on? <laughs> Jesus. This is how we start. Just one of those nights I gotta take over, like PM in the PM. What are we doing here? Let's go. At some point, probably. So, (laughs) hey, it's great. It's I. I made it on time, which is a rarity nowadays. So this is awesome. And obviously, I want to be here because brother Mike is in the house, and I've got the shirt on representing NLG. That's right. And it's been too long, brother Mike. It's been way too long, brother. Uh, I missed you. I love the Sega style uh gamer shirt yeah. there yeah oh well and it this is an actual hold on it, it, it is it does say Sega on the back. oh nice no. yeah this is that one was... of my eat i got it at e3 in like 2000 something when they when sega first that. formed <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh all jokes aside though brother mike it is great to have you here yeah. nlg was one of the first shows i found when i dropped in this community like mav said like so welcoming just you guys you know obviously in your chat 
just absolutely phenomenal over there. I don't get to watch you guys like I used to, but man, it, I, I just, I'll never forget you guys. And I just love podcasting with each, each of you. And I, and again, it has been way too long. So, and plus you guys Definitely. made me feel really young when I started watching you, which is rare. So that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he agree to come on the show? He asked. Yeah. <laughs> We've been saving it up, brother Mike. You gotta come on more really, often. It's been a while. Man. I got a rag on no. you while you're here. No. Yeah. Pong, it's good to see you. Love you, man. You know that you're one of the best in the community. You're one of the best, man. He's no. All love and respect, brother. Absolutely. 100 percent Thank you. And we got the faceless one himself, Fuzzy Belvedere. Um, <laughs> what's up? We did actually see Fuzzy at um the uh what fan fest actually on yeah. Twitter. So we know what Fuzzy looks like. And uh, Pong was giving him crap before we went live about uh, his no camera uh, thing going on here. But you know what? It's okay, Fuzzy, because we just love the mellow, fuzzy voice that you have and your takes. So what's up, dude? Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's awesome to have Uncle Mike on here. And Oh, my I'm, God. I'm, I'm not going to harass him. <laughs> no, it's it's truly great to have you on. Actually, here, funny because PTK still calls me that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then, and I, that's the main reason why I call you Uncle Mike as well. But, yeah, yeah, I, it, it's I'll take it. <laughs> oh, even though we, yeah, we're we're not too far off in age. Same thing with Pong here. So <laughs> we're, yeah. we're the uh, the older gamers in the in the group. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty unusual this past week and stuff and man just busy doing stuff in the background got the house to myself and the wife got the uh the kids over at the uh the grandparents so yeah Ooh, having some some nice some fun, free huh? time yeah <laughs> what are you doing podcasting <laughs> there's more important things to be doing fuzz, right, fuzz. I got, I, I, we, we gotta we gotta take breaks can't can't yeah I gotta, I gotta, I gotta relax. We gotta keep it. Got it. Got we it. Keep okay. it PG, but we got, we also gotta, we gotta take breaks in between. So yeah. Okay. All right. So this is a break. I got it. Nice. <laughs> no, but this is, it's awesome to be here. Can't wait to get into some of these topics, but man, oh man. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me on. Let's get to it. Yeah. And you're, you're right. I mean, we do call Mike brother Mike a lot, but I think uncle's more fitting because he is about the same age as most of my uncles. So <laughs> I think that does work better. Than brother you know i don't have Over a here now. you know so do i just get to call him like grandpa mike or something i think like, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep yep i was waiting <laughs> oh. call, him, call him stepdad mike oh, stepdad. oh. Stepdad. i don't know if that's I even better no, no. Hey, hey step daddy mm. all right Let's get into some topics here. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. So, guys, um, there's some pretty badass stuff that was released this past week here on Xbox and the Xbox world. No, there's not a monumental. There's the nine to five keyboard again. Somebody typing away like is is Dolly Parton here like working? A, a Why are you shift? saying Dolly Parton? I don't know. What is just, it? Right. I just thinking of like. Working nine to five and like tapping on a keyboard like right here. I don't know. It's so loud. What? That's such, that's so weird. You know, you know turn down yeah. your headphones. Have you ever seen nine to five? They're just <laughs> oh, like I just like no. about a bunch of people yes, in cubicles. Seen, you know. Yes, I've, I've seen, seen the, nine to five. I've seen yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and I was poison. I was I was forty when that movie came out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, times two. Times two. <laughs> yeah, times two. <laughs> um, so we we've had a pretty good week without any without any monumental huge AAA first party game releases this year. I mean, for the middle of July here, we've had a couple of p- pretty big releases for Xbox. Um, first off was a uh, Microsoft published game for a very first game for an indie studio that was part of my uh, Xbox Game Studios publishing deal uh, with Interior Night. Is that right? Uh, it's INT dot night is how yes, they're doing the logo. You are correct. Um, and they created As Dusk Falls, right? A narrative based story uh, decision making adventure type game. Uh, visual novel. Visual novel, right? Uh, and you know what? I've, I last week we talked about this game, and I was on the record like I have no excitement for it whatsoever. Like the animation style was annoying to me; it was distracting. I was just sick of seeing it all the time. I'm just like I'm not feeling it. Like, but I said I was going to try it. You know, it was coming to Game Pass day one. There's no excuse for me not to try it. You know, so I was going to at least try it. Got hooked. Game's incredible, right? Uh, absolutely love it. Now, I don't know everybody's opinion, but I've have seen plenty of pin- people that have the same opinion now that uh, we're not actually really even excited for it to begin with now. So uh, this is a pretty big surprise. Uh, so first off, As Dusk Falls here, uh, great job on the first game from the studio, but I'll go to Mike. Have you had a chance? You said you have not had a chance to check it out yet, right? Not yet. Um, it's, on my, it's on my to-do list for this weekend, though. Is this a is this a game pass? Yeah, is this a game that kind of intrigues you? Have you been looking forward to it at all, or has it been like? No, I so I'm not. It's a it's a tough it's a tough game genre for me to to do. I don't do a whole lot with the Telltale games, but um, Last Stop was a game that kind of hooked me, um, and I played all the way through. But then, like twelve minutes, I hated. So I, I, it's a, I have a weird, I have a weird dichotomy with these kind of games. So I'm not sure, but I'm definitely going to give it a shot. It's gotten some great feedback, um, and people who have said, like you, I had no interest in it, played it, liked it. I, it, it raises my intrigue level to want to try it yeah. myself. I'll personally go even further than liking it. I'll, I'll say that the story is going to be like a memorable experience and one of the best stories I think I've played. And I'm only like about, I'm like in act one of the second book right now. Right. So I guess about, I get a little over like halfway through, maybe almost like two thirds of the way through. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's a huge surprise. Um, Babe, you were watching play the like you actually had made me start over because you wanted yeah. to make sure that you were there while, uh, playing the game. Well, and I, was checking like, it out. I was making dinner and then I turned your stream on in the kitchen and I was watching you play it. And I was like, oh, dang, this like this seems like a good story. So yeah. I asked you if you could restart it in bed. Mm-hmm. And so we did that like two nights ago in the past two nights. We've I've watched you play it for a couple hours. Um I think anybody that tries it for a little bit, they're gonna get hooked because the story is so good. Yeah, that's the key. The story, I mean, the writing. You know what happens next, you yeah. know. The decisions you have to make are so like monumental too, and like have such consequences. Like I was telling Pong this when we we're talking about it. Like when I was streaming it, like different stuff happened than when we started over. 
You know what I mean? And like my decisions had huge consequences. Yep. So like it's it has these have drastic changes within the story. I, I don't know how it all ends. If it, like I'm sure there's like probably at least a couple different endings, you know, on this thing. But um, it, regardless of how your journey of getting there, it's like you're creating your own story path, you know. Um, and I will say that the companion mode on mm-hmm. uh, like your mobile device, I downloaded the app to like play along with you. It was really annoying. Yeah. We didn't really oh, feel so that like it didn't work or it just like it it worked. It it was just it, no, it worked and it was extremely easy to get it going, but like you have to select like like say you're like looking around a room for something, you can each like oh, select okay. a different area and to like the it's the cursor isn't as like responsive on the phone, so it's just kind of annoying. Yeah, and it didn't really feel like it did anything. Yeah, I don't it. know if how much it added to our experience, right? And more yeah. of anything, it yeah, kind of it delayed the length of the time for the decision making process, yeah. right? And it was kind of like because we did it with me, me, um, Kate, is and that the my only daughter. Way that works is with phone. Like, can you not have like two controllers play on the game? You can do or? multiple controllers, or you can oh. do uh, phones or you know tablets as well. PC, it's all cross. I just don't really get it, like. Like, what if, like, you know, when you want to pick different things, like, like, I think once we all, like, two of us picked one thing, one of us picked another, and we ended up having to, like, repick something. I I don't know. It was just, like, weird. Yeah, and for me, like, the decision, like, it it just kind of delayed the decision-making process and kind of took you out of the story a little bit more. Whereas mm-hmm. beforehand, it's just like make a decision quickly and you get to the next point. You you easily deal with those consequences. And with it having three people making the decision, it, it kind of was like it almost took away. What if like it wasn't what you wanted? You know what I mean? It, like and it's like the flow of the game. Right. So but I've heard some people say that that's the only way that they would play this game, that they love <laughs> that. And I'm like, OK, well, that's cool. I, I personally like playing it. And we can have the same experience with like us watching the game together mm-hmm. without necessarily having to be in on the decision making, right? So that's how we enjoyed it the most. Um, but yeah, the story is so so good. Decisions are, are great. Um Pong, you've been into this game. Have you had any chance to play it any more than what we talked about last night? Notebook one. I'll probably finish it off this weekend at some yeah. point here and do book two. Um no, I, I again, I could not stop playing the first night. Again, I had no intention of sitting down that night uh, and playing it, and then I popped it in, and within a couple minutes, I was hooked, and, like, I couldn't stop. Like, I was like, all right, I probably should go to bed now. I'm like, all right, let's just see what this next scene is. Yeah. And then I was, like, totally bad. I was totally just enraptured with this thing. Um, and, again, the story, the acting, everything about it, the, the decision-making, and it's not – I think the thing that keeps you engaged is it's not like you're sitting there for like five minutes listening to the story and then you get a decision. There's like little decisions all the time or, you you know, quick time events that keep you, you know, engaged while the story's going on. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. And to your point, playing it by myself, Mav, like I told you last night on PM and the PM, for me, this is like a really personal experience. I'm making all these decisions 
for these different characters. It's not even one main character. There's like different characters that you're kind of following along with and you're making decisions, but I still feel like this is a personal story that I'm creating by my decision-making. And that's why I decided from the beginning, I was going to decide based upon how I would feel in that situation or what I think I would do in that situation. And that's really, really hooked me. Like I said, I don't even know if I'm going to go back and redo it for all the the different endings or the different, I should just say, say decisions, because when I finish this game, I feel like I'm that I'm going to be like so satisfied that I yeah. created my own story within this game, even though it's all planned out, even though there's only, you know, a limited number of different decisions and outcomes that you can have, it still feels so personal that I think I might just sit back and enjoy that experience for what it was as I played through it. Uh, but Again, as I we talked about last night, feature where you can select yes. like from yes. the different branching paths. You yep. can be like, I just want to see yep. what that looks like, and you can. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to. Like, like I said, I don't know if I want to. Like, it, it, it's really strange, Jasper. But for me, like, I'm so just again, it's really strange. It's hard to describe. I'm so satisfied with where I've been through this story so far that I just don't even know if I care to see what the other outcomes would be. Like, I'm like really happy with the decisions I've made and the outcomes that have happened, even if they've not all turned out good by any stretch of the imagination, but, but where it's taken me, it just feels really good. And I just, it, it's, it's very hard to explain. It's very strange. Cause again, narrative games, like brother Mike said, hit and miss for me. There are some that get, I get into last stop was another one that I really enjoyed. I didn't finish it, but I did play probably over half of it, probably 75% of it. Um, but there's few and far between and some that people really, really like, like life is strange. I just, I can't get into them. I've yeah. tried, but this one, for whatever reason, off the charts again, and uh, you know, for the small dev team, this is their first game out the gates to be published by Microsoft, you know, and to have this kind of reception so far. And again, it, it's not universal by any stretch and we knew it wouldn't be um we knew this game would be kind of divisive in yeah, certain it's like areas at like a 76 or 80 right a, like on pc on 80 and i think xbox 76 i think yeah there. and i probably and i'd probably put it in the 80s i mean yeah. for sure but it, it doesn't matter i think that the, for this first game from this team again like we talked about last night man for me i cannot believe how incredible the writing is and how they developed all these choices and outcomes so that very few times as I'm playing, I'm wishing there was a different response. There are very few times I did not find a response that I was cool with that. I was like, yeah, I could see that. that that's a choice I would make, or that's something I would say that is incredible to me for a game like this from a, from a small team. Um, and so, yeah, shout, shout out to them and shout out to Microsoft for, you know, again, being that being that big publisher who has been really helping indies for a long time. Sure. You're going to get a lot of games that a people, a lot of people forget about uh, through the indies, um, but you're going to get these gems that come out of nowhere yeah. when you support indies like this. And, and this is one of those to me. So uh, I'm having a fabulous time. I, I can't wait to jump back in this weekend. Yeah, at some point, maybe you, like a couple weeks from now, I want to have like a, a show or a podcast where we talk about our, like a spoiler one, where we talk about our different stories and see like what happened. You know what I mean? Um, what's up, Jasper? I didn't say anything. Oh, who was that? That was I, sorry, Mike. Yeah, Mike, I, I, I guess. Yeah, I, oh, my God. Holy shit. Even with the age gap. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. What's up, Mike? Wow. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, so, uh, 
Pong, you, Brother Pong, you described a lot of what I liked about Last Stop. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And last, I th- now, what this sounds to me like, now, is there any controls over anything? So you're just basically branching you're, conversations. You're, yep, there's no control of characters whatsoever. You're just making decisions what to do in certain areas or what to say in certain yeah. spots. It's it's gotcha. it's often it, it might say like search cabinet or search couch right. or like search drawer or whatever where you move the Or mouse they're going to give you a list it, of responses, you know, to, you know mm-hmm. to for for whatever character you're currently watching. Uh, what they're going to do in that scenario, how they're going to respond, it, which in turn could change things. And then there's, then there's quick yeah. time events, too, where yes. you have to act yes. fast. Okay. Right? Yes. So this, this starts to sound a little bit like Telltale stuff. Uh, but I mean, but in let, Telltale games, you got to walk around a bit. In this game, it's more just like a still see, la- image. Gotcha. Last, and last stop's kind of the same way. You walk around, there are things you do, but those those stories, the stories were really riveting. Um, but there's... I don't know. I, <laughs> I you have me thinking of of the movie now. Every time he does that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, I don't know. I it, so it's still images, and you're just. Okay, yeah, I mean, like, the still images move every couple seconds, so it's not like it's it's not like uh, you're sitting there <laughs> like on one scene. It's like. It, I that bothered me a lot at first, right? And that's it, one of the things that attracted me away. But after playing the game and getting into it, it added to the game because I, when I click on a decision or do something, I'm waiting. Now I want to see the result, right? And it's like a reveal of what your con- the consequences of your action are each time it slides to a new uh, aim or you know, uh, new, a new screen or whatever. Right. So it's like, okay, I okay. made the decision. So now here's a new image that displays. Okay. That's, that happened. And then there's a story. The voice acting is freaking like incredible. Shout out to Vince, the, the dad in the beginning, the beginning. Cause it's like, it's like so relatable. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a regular guy. You know what I mean? It's like, um, voice acting for a lot of the characters are just, absolutely astounding so yeah it's i i add, that ended up adding to it for me the animation okay. style after even though it really bothered me to begin with so that was my main detractor um fuzzy have you had a chance to play as dusk falls not yet like i've i've been <laughs> pretty much postponing that one until i get further along in in the hot wheels deal and stuff but because I, I know it's one of those games, like like with all you guys, it's it's basically it'll it'll take up most of your time, or it'll it'll pretty much hook get its hooks in you and and keep you there for a bit. So, not quite ready to fall into one of those types of stories just yet. Just feel like either driving around or acting like a cat or something like that for right now. But um, yeah, dust falls. I I probably will get to it some point uh, next week or or maybe the week after, depending on how far I make it in, in um, the Hot Wheels DLC and stuff with the road discoveries and accolades and all that stuff. So, Right. Um, well, man, I, I think you'll like it, Fuzz. Like, I, I know we all talked about it before and we weren't really that, that excited about it. Uh, Jasper, watching what about you, you? Watching you play it, uh, it made me like the game like 
some of those concerns kind of lifted, like watching you play. I haven't played it yet, but I feel like it's more of a game that I just want to watch someone play. I don't know. Like, I don't really want right. to play it. I just kind of want to watch someone play it. That's kind of how I feel about the game. But Okay. Yeah, you can watch this as just a viewer, and the story is that good. You can have a good time. Like watching it. Yeah, like you're too young to play it anyways, Jasper. You want to understand yeah. most of the situation, so it's just better to watch adults yeah. play it at this point. Yeah. So right. Oh wow. <laughs> I, I feel like it adds something if you are a parent for some reason. When you're when you're playing this for game. sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Some of those scenes between him and his wife too. Um, I don't yeah. know what you had, Mavin, and we're not gonna do any spoilers, but some of the scenes between him and his yeah. wife, if you've had real life experience with a partner that you've lived with and that you've had some of those moments before it adds emotional value to that scene. Uh, just like it does in movies, TV, anything books, it doesn't matter if you've had some type of experience that you can relate to your brain automatically goes to there. I, I mine's done it multiple times throughout this whole thing. I mean, it was pretty crazy. And yeah, I think I that's part of my attachment. Those people with uh, the kids, <laughs> with the gun. She's like, get out of here. You're not robbing me today. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think as a parent, you understand more of the weight of the consequences of these decisions you're making, right? When it's like, you don't have it. When I didn't have a kid, I was like, I hate kids. Like, just get away from me. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like, you know, even if the kids like me, oh, hey, hey, it's you. Like, let's have fun. Like, no, stop. Leave me alone. You know? Uh, but when you have a kid, you have to learn patience. You know what I mean? More uh, for other people's kids and, and, and stuff like that as well. And you, like, learn, uh, like, how important that is how like world changing it is because everything else nothing else matters anymore it's like it's like that is the number one priority over anything and when you're making these decisions like i'm when i was making the decisions like especially my first playthrough like i kind of regret like the decisions i made in the second because i was trying to do things differently to see if some of the consequences would be different right and they were and i regret some of those decisions because like the first time I was playing, I was playing, I was playing like more of like what I would have done, like in my mind, like trying to be as smart as possible, you know, like trying to be as smart to get us out of the situation, you know, and I feel like I made better decisions at that time than when I was trying to play with it, you know what I mean? And I was trying to like, okay, well, I'm going to try and do this instead. And, um, and, and it, it actually drastically changed the story. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And it can, it can, you can have a different branch within like the first like five minutes of an act that completely changes everything throughout the entire story for that entire act. Right. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty freaking crazy. Um, but yeah, the characters are great. Voice acting is great. I, I cannot recommend it enough if you like a good story. Right. So we're going to continue playing it. We'll, uh, um, give more of our thoughts. I, I I'll get, I'll get like pong together and anybody else ends up playing through it. Maybe we can discuss the different things that happened and see like, you know, I, I want to know like what you did pong and like what happened with your characters and stuff like that. You know, what, what decisions you made. Cause I think that could be pretty fun to, to check out. Um, but guys, that's not the only so thing that came out this week. All right, but what you're saying is, yeah, is that it's not a great first person shooter. No, it's not a first person <laughs> shooter. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out to shout out to Boom in the chat. He just stopped by. He says, "Hey, my great friends, I can't stay as Mrs. Boomstick and I are still feeling like a train ran us over." Have a great show. Oh, and no. we discuss The Last of Us. <laughs> Keep getting better, Boom. Keep <laughs> taking care of yourself yeah. and Mrs. Boom. Yeah. So for sure, I hope you yep. guys feel better. Um, 
for yes, sure. Both feel better, guys. Both have COVID Ugh. under the weather right oh. now. Oh, yeah. oh no! And Psychonauts is not here. Psychonauts has recovered from COVID twice in the last like couple months, but he is missing today because it's his daughter's birthday today. So- Psycho has party COVID. Yeah, he does. There's a difference. <laughs> he, he goes out and has fun, and he party comes home COVID. with some new disease. You know. Uh, like, hey, uh, we I, love you, Psycho. I went to a Dave Matthews Band concert and I caught a disease, so I'm going to be out for a couple weeks. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Psycho. We uh, love you, brother. Yeah, we, we love do. you, brother. We uh, miss hope, you tonight. Hope you're having a great night tonight, Psycho. If you're out there, um, yeah. And also, I've seen that another thing in the chat. I wanted to uh, bring up as well. Um, there, somebody was mentioning like Xbox didn't really show it off. Uh, yeah, as well as they uh, could have. Depka. Yeah, Depka. Yeah, he said, uh, there it is. Yeah. He said, in my yeah. opinion, the presentation in Xbox Bethesda Showcase was poorly done. It didn't grab anyone. The great game is way better than what was shown. I, this is a hard game to really showcase because you can't spoil anything. No, that's what I just said you know? to too. I responded in the chat. There was, I thought about it, Mav. Like, how could they have done things differently to make this game see, you know, show it off better? You, I don't know if they could have done anything they, different they without spoiling. They could have played like the first like act, maybe or not like the act, but like first ten minutes yeah. or something, maybe. Well, the first ten minutes are some of the worst. <laughs> the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I just don't know if there's anything that would have really grabbed people or been able to show yeah. the story and how good it is without really getting into it, right? Because it's just. Ah, man, it'd be a tough one. It'd be a really tough one to do, uh, especially without animation, with the way that it's shot and stuff. Yeah. Because like Life is Strange, like they could show off like clips, but there's you know there's people moving, there's acting going on, there's all that kind of stuff. Whereas this, like you just don't get that unless you're actually listening and making those decisions. So it, I just don't know I if there would like, be a way. I think you could have played up till maybe the part where like the woman's in the house, where you like you can tell your like brother like, hey, there's a woman in the house, or like keep her like by herself whatever like you could have put up to that decision and be like and in the video and be like what did they decide or whatever you know yeah i don't know i don't know it's a tough yeah. one i i yeah it's it's tough it, dude like it, there there's probably certain things but ultimately i think that i mean this game's in game pass now right it's available on everything PC, mobile, all all this kind of stuff, right? Uh, but is it actually available separately on mobile just to play on mobile? I, I know, well, I know you can play it on XCloud on mobile, and this is a great XCloud game, probably too. You don't even have to download this sucker. Um, but I, I feel like it's on everything, and it's in Game Pass, so it's. I, I'm hoping word of mouth does the trick for this game, right? Uh, because they had detractors like me. I got annoyed when they showed it three damn times at the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, showcase right because we've had it at the indie spotlight Jeez. show thing yeah we, one of them is that the cans thing right the cans indie festival or whatever yeah and then it was at the keely show and then it was at or no no, no sorry it was at the cans thing it was at xbox's main show then it was at the it's xbox tribeca. after show yeah. a tribeca that cans yeah, yeah sorry um but yeah it was it, it showed it so much i was like god what I would have liked to see Halo or something else, you know what I mean? But instead, we got that so many times, and I was getting sick of it. Now now I'm like, man, they just didn't show it properly, right? But I don't know how they could have showed it properly. Just talked about it, hyped it up, you know, instead of showing oh, it. they did. They talked about it for like an hour. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. 
I, there's probably no right answer with that. They tried to figure it out. I'll, I'll say that. Um, but guys, this was like I said, this was not the only big release for Xbox this week. In fact, for for the on the same day, we had a huge expansion come out for uh, one of the best games out there still forza horizon five um now i don't know who all here has played this yet um finished it last night did you yep the expansion uh is twenty dollars uh is for hot wheels dlc expansion for forza horizon five and i feel like this should have been marketed more heavily and promoted more heavily um, we only saw it really at the Xbox showcase uh, thing, and then we didn't really see too much about it after that. It just kind of launched. And my God, it is like, I, I'm not going to say there's like a lot of like story or like, like races to do because of the way it kind of coaches you through there. But the size of it, the size of the, the actual it's map huge. and stuff and the different it- biomes and everything is pretty damn big. I know, you know? Uh, Fuzzy's a big into Forza. Did you ever play mm-hmm. the like those Storm Island or whatever in four? Is it yes. like about that size yeah. or is it bigger? I, it's, oh, it's, it's almost bigger than, like two to three times that size. Yeah, oh, it's okay. bigger than Storm Island. It's bigger than I think it's bigger than Lego. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost way bigger than the first one. Hot Wheels. I tell you what, it's it's. It, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't as big as Forza Horizon Two. The entire Forza Horizon Two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I it it is a sizable map. Like, I I would say if you took uh, the Hot Wheels from from uh, what do you call it from Forza Horizon Three, this is at least two to three times the size. Oh of that. yeah. Um, it, there's one you got the different biomes, but just the amount of tracks and different types of track things they've added the magnetic tracks now. They have so many more jumps, so many more twists. I mean, it's like. This is better than having like a roller coaster builder type of thing, but with Hot Wheels tracks. Like it, it, yeah, it, it's definitely going to take me a while to go through all the roads and things like that. But yeah, it's it's a good bit bigger than any of their previous expansions. Yeah. I know there was uh, like one small detail I noticed. Like, I guess it's like a certain lighting you notice it, but like the orange track pieces. Like if you're driving on it, you can see where like the track, like since it's like plastic, is like melted a little bit in the middle. So it's like. Just a small mm-hmm. detail is like kind of stood oh, out yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely have a lot of like just whether it be the specular highlight stuff, like you said, the the details of the track as far as the, the plastic melt, the twisting or, or crinkles in it, the, the snowfall on some of the track, like the pretty much like the dusting yeah. that they have on like the magnetic track and things along those lines. Just everything is is to like the nth degree <laughs> but it's like being a grown-up kid playing with hot wheels right now but you know life-size i guess is about the best way to put it and there's still the ability to drive on the on the ground yes. i mean there's yep. still there's still uh, you can still drive on the surface of the of the of the island it's it's wild you can even get on some of the like the connecting like pieces that aren't road there's like a secret uh balloon on one of them so you gotta like explore and like drive on stuff that you're not supposed to be on to find a secret yeah i found a a, a dragon behind a waterfall um because i fell off of the hot wheels track and i thought i was going to go through the map or something you know because like it was such a long fall that i was like oh shit i'm gonna be like respawn on the track or whatever but no i actually just stumbled all the way down there for like a hundred 
thousand feet or whatever and like landed on the ground i'm like oh uh, there's 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 ground here okay so i just drove around a little while and i i passed all these amazing waterfalls like if you drive around on the ground level the water like waterfalls are oh everywhere it's insane mm-hmm. and I, then i heard a dragon roaring like what the hell is that you know there's yeah, a dragon there's a those out there so i uh i just was like explored and i went behind this waterfall and i saw this dragon i was like oh that's pretty pretty damn cool you know like just a little random easter egg and nothing happened and i don't think i got anything for it but uh you know, it was pretty cool to see that. And then I tried to show Kate and have Kate find the dragon when she was playing. Uh, but you, oh. but we could hear there's it, a, but we couldn't find well, that, it. That was, your, that was the problem. Don't go there's chasing multiple waterfalls. dragons. There's one in a volcano <laughs> and one on a mountain. There's, a, there's like a voice line where it says like, Hot Wheels nowadays in real life have like shark and alligators that will eat your car on the track. So we decided to add a dragon or something. Like there's a, like a right. voice line for that or something. Yeah. Um, they have the uh, history things in yeah. there that's pretty cool to listen to while you're driving and stuff but i'm just like um I, i'm just like mesmerized by the actual size of it right like for 20 bucks this is this could be a standalone game in my opinion it now could for the content wise amount of cars and stuff like that you get not necessarily within there but just with exploration and things that to explore and do and, and the size of it i feel like it's pretty damn it massive. And I don't know if they're going to add anything to this with like races over time or anything like that. Um, but I feel like it's getting overlooked a little bit. Um, it's a cash grab. Yeah. Cash grab. Well, okay. So, <laughs> all right. I got I to gotta address this. Okay. So somebody sent me a DM with a head. Uh, somebody's like uh, show topics on it. Uh, and one of them was like Game Pass charging for extra content. Oh, geez. And what? Yeah, and I, I got to say, like, I've seen some disingenuous bullshit out there, but this one takes the cake, right? First off, DLC expansions like this are fucking... They, it's not included in the game. In fact, when the game came out, this was sold as, like, a ultimate edition thing where you could buy extra and you get, like, seasonal content or whatever after the fact. Same with mm-hmm. several other games all the time that come out with DLC or expansions after the fact. The fact that you have to pay 20 bucks for this, plus you also do get a discount if you have Game Pass. It's $17.99 that way, so I'd just like to point that out. You're getting so much damn content here for 20 bucks on top of your Game Pass subscription. If you're, if you're fucking complaining about that or trying to say that Xbox is trying to rip you off when you're sitting there promoting a fucking $70 game that's a remake of a re, like a remap. It's not even a remake, all right? It's a... It's a it's a remaster make whatever the fuck that is right <laughs> it's it's, remaster right it's it's to to go there and champion the remake for, of a remaster to go there and champion for that kind of shit right to go there and be like ah oh, the values you know in the eye of the beholder it's blah 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 blah, blah, blah. fuck off right so <laughs> we hear we hear that stuff all the time and people like championing that stuff like the Last of Us thing and and it's like what what I understand that you're willing to pay what you want for a game. Right, I don't care how, what people waste their money on. If they want to waste their money on an overpay for something as stupid as a remake of a remake that came out for the third time, that's fine. I'm not going to criticize you. However, don't sit there and champion it and say we should expect shit like this more and make excuses for it when it's clearly like, come on, you're you're, you're getting they're taking money out of your wallet here if you if you actually give it to them. Like, I mean, it's just. 
It's a cash grab. It's a cash grab. I mean, how many times have you bought GTA Five? <laughs> Well, that's your fault. <laughs> so, now, however, I will say this: the shitty ass GTA Five remasters that should have never been remade because they were half-assed uh, were not that expensive, right? You talking about San Andreas or the actual GTA Five? San Andreas was ass. Yeah. yeah. So, but if you look at okay, I try not to make this about fucking. Uh, the, I will re- say remake, but... the only example that I could think where Xbox has done this, and it's kind of iffy, is Halo Anniversary in 2011. They removed multiplayer, and it was ten extra dollars because Halo One was originally fifty, mm-hmm. and then Halo Anniversary was sixty. So, like, that's the only thing where I can kind of see where Xbox maybe did this before. Yeah, because the Gears remaster, they did forty bucks plus. They gave you all the old Gears games out the gate so you got all the 360 versions of them and it was only 40 bucks and it was a great upgrade right so halo 2 anniversary came with the master chief collection which came with all the all of the halos correct correct and all the multiplayer and all that stuff right for 60 bucks right and okay so Mass Effect Legendary Edition was sixty bucks. Came with all three Mass Effects. The first Mass there Effect. There was some missing content. There's but... some some missing content. You had three games in there, and the first game yep. had monumental improvements across the board: they had animations, yes. graphics, gameplay. gameplay improvements, all these different things. And sixty dollars for three games. Three three games. Now, yep. and the only I... things they removed was the multiplayer and one DLC, right. which really didn't matter and it then, was the worst dlc of all time and then, so, la- and then last of us was already remade remastered once in the ps4 which was marketed like well we're finally going to live up to the vision that we've always had and now they're saying <laughs> this shit all over again finally <laughs> live up to the vision that we've always had again twice now and buy it again please because we want because you're stupid Right, so that's what they're saying, right? I, I don't know, right? However, I'll, I'll just wait until it's on the PS6. I, I doesn't then I'll buy it. Right, so buy it again for the fourth time. I don't care what people spend their money on. If you find it's worth seventy bucks to you, that that's great, right? But don't go around and sit there and say that Forza Horizon Five, like for twenty dollars as as an expansion, that's was never included with the original product to begin with, is a fucking ripoff for people that have Game Pass that got the game for free. In Game Pass, why don't why is the Last of Us fucking remake remaster edition two point five whatever the fuck this is in fucking PS Plus Extra, right? Wait a month. They want people to buy it and then they'll put it in there. Piss people off even more. I mean, just just seriously, I I, the the disingenuous bullshit out there for fucking clickbait topics and stuff is just ridiculous, right? I'm I'm beyond with. Some of the takes, like the the moron out there that was complaining about the one dollar Halo Infinite <laughs> stupid thing, you know, like I I don't know if it's entitlement or if it's just like if it's just disingenuousness or like Pong always says intellectual dishonesty or whatever, or it's just you're that brainwashed into believing anything that they that they say or whatever. But like you can see that you can see the footage. Right, like Last of Us, you can see the footage. Right, Forza, this People is all new content. Free now. This People is all just... new content, all new content in Forza Horizon Five, all new content, and it, and it's twenty dollars. Peppa Pig's fucking forty, and it's only a forty-five minute game. <laughs> <laughs> right, and th- 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 I'll say this about Xbox guys who are like criticizing Stray for being four hours for in his thirty bucks. Right, 
who, who's to say like that's that's not worth it also that game is in ps plus extra right so like there, there's a good value there you know that's a great like that's a good game you know whether you like it or not personally doesn't mean it's a bad deal but seventy dollars for any game really right now i'm not behind especially this one right so don't go and sit there and champion that bullshit and sit there and say that game pass subscribers are getting taken advantage of because we didn't get dlc in game pass come on really anyway okay so and and when so so when have you and that's the other thing too this is not a this is not a new precedent you you never get dlc the whole point i think you did once with like gears five yeah, ultimate the edition hive, uh, oh, the hive busters but yeah. i don't think the hive busters would cost anything anyway but here's the thing and and most third part this is why game pass became such a such uh, such an attractive uh proposition for ea was because ea could sell i mean look how much money ea makes in microtransactions and add-on transactions right and add-on uh dlc so what better way to get you to buy the DLC than to put it in a subscription where you're going to play it and then you're going to buy the DLC? That's always been the case. And then again, Hive Busters, I have to go back and look. I think Hive Busters was a free add-on anyway. Yeah. So it, I don't remember ever not – like Forza has been you in You had to past. buy Hive Busters, I think, to play it separately. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Unless, I'll double. I'll double check. If you didn't have, game, if you were, if you were an, if you were an ultimate subscriber, I think it was included. I think if you were a regular okay. Game Pass, that that may have been the only time where you'd have to buy. It. But ultimate, it was all included. Right. But because and in Gears, Gears Four, like uh, uh, ultimate, gave you all the DLC as well. Yeah, I, with but Gears, when they announced Game Pass Ultimate to begin with, that was like part of like their thing with Gears Five Ultimate Edition or whatever. Is that you were going to get all of that, and that's what that was promoted. But that was one game, right? Yeah. And I, mean, I had confusion. Horizon... I actually was criticizing Xbox beforehand because mismanagement of some of their like uh, marketing was like, not being clear on this. Because yeah. beforehand we had all assumed at that because Gears Five had that that other games Ultimate Editions, but it came clear. It's been a couple years now. No other game is doing that, right? Yeah. And we that's just not an expectation. They're not marketing it like that. I could it was a misremember on my part that they had ever said that because I went back and looked in history on any kind of announcements or anything. There was nothing ever that said that. It was just Gears Five, right? I think and, it gets a little tricky because like a lot of games now say like we'll give you free multiplayer updates, so people just assume that all the DLC is going to be free. But then when it comes to story stuff, you're like, well, I got to pay for yeah. that. You said it's all free, but no, that's just the multiplayer stuff. And most of the maps and stuff on games are free now. You know, you get yeah. like updated content constantly and all this kind of stuff. They do tons of free things. You know, Forza Horizon Five, without getting any DLC or expansions, has updated content all the damn time, right? There's so much stuff to do in there. And even beyond what the devs are doing, you also have the player created content, right? It's become a staple of Forza. Uh, it's become a staple of Forza Horizon, especially. And also, every time I log in, is like new season, new events, new things to do, right? And that's all free. It's all free. Yeah. And, and to sit there and complain about a whole new big ass world you get to explore with, uh, with tracks and waterfalls and volcanoes and fucking new car, all these new cars and stuff, and you got to pay 20 bucks. Like, come on. Like, really? Yeah. I I just don't understand. Again, this is also not precedent. I mean, I remember having to buy the Lego DLC in Forza 4. 
I remember having to buy the Hot yeah. Wheels DLC in in three. I mean, you buy mm-hmm. the season pass. You're not given car packs and season passes just because you're in yeah. Game Pass. This is not new. That no. that's the only thing that I don't understand is it's not a new thing. Yeah, people were trying to say that you know something was wrong with Horizon Five when it first came out, like. If you were in Game Pass, how come you don't get the Ultimate Edition? And it's like, no, that that was the case. No. Even with four, it was a separate thing. Now, for four, I bought the the Premier or Premium Edition or Ultimate Edition or whatever, which included the Early Access. This go around, I just bought the Early Access Premium yeah. Upgrade, which include the DLC and the uh, the expansions and the car passes and all that. I just I haven't paid for the game since I'm going to continue being subscribed to Game Pass, and I'll probably eventually pick up the game because they usually take Horizon out after probably about four years, and then the new ones are in there. But when that drops down to like you know nine bucks or five bucks, that's when I'll pick up the complete yeah. uh, you know base game. But yeah, the, the I would say for for those that are worried about paying the twenty. Then obviously they've they've never played any of the expansions on any Forza Horizon game. To each their own. For me, they're all worth it. Some of them are not as fun as others for me. Like I didn't enjoy the Lego one as much. I mean, yeah, there's some gratification running through a brick tree or whatever that blows apart when you hit it. But outside of that, eh, the Hot Wheels one for uh, three. Eh, I, I I was more of a fan that they put red line tires, just being a fan of cars from the yeah. 60s and whatnot. Um, sure. But, um, you know, if in a lot of cases, a lot of people paid for the early access. So they already own the expansions if they did that that upgrade uh, premium premium upgrade deal. But for those that um, that didn't and are like, you know, hesitant to spend the 20 or the 1799 while subscribed to Game Pass, just wait, you know, three to six months. It will probably get reduced, especially during the holidays. They usually or do, do your Microsoft Rewards points and just it, save it, up for months. <laughs> exactly. So you could either do your Microsoft Reward points or they'll they'll have like a sale on the upgrade bundle, which at that point, the upgrade bundle will probably be somewhere around 25 bucks. So you'll get the other expansion for five more bucks and probably a car pass or two. So it'll, it'll it'll be more enticing, but um, to me, it's it's worthwhile. There's a lot of track, a lot of activities, a lot of cars to unlock. Uh, uh, the creator aspect of it, if you want to make your mm-hmm. own tracks and things like that, I haven't figured out how to do that just yet. But I know you can do like um, basically create your own race and then and set up the track or the path and all that stuff. But that you know that's only for those that are into that. But yeah, it's it's well worth the twenty or the seventeen ninety nine yeah. with with game yeah. pass. I know back in the day you used to have to pay fifteen dollars for four maps for just random games. Yeah, like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Three maps at a time for twenty fifteen yeah. twenty bucks. That's the way it was, you know. Um, I know we'd all be craving for that for Halo Infinite right now. Just give us three <laughs> maps for twenty bucks, please. I don't care. Fifty. Just give me more maps. Fifty. Um, yeah, I mean that's a reach. I don't know. Um, uh, a what? A reach. Huh. Halo? Halo. Oh, Halo Reach. <laughs> okay. Mom joke? Was that a mom joke? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it was a mom joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Um, it was a it was a chief joke. It was funny to me. <laughs> Any anybody else been what have you been thinking about Hot Wheels DLC, babe? 
Oh, I think it's freaking amazing. It's super fun. You feel like you're on like a roller coaster mm-hmm. when you're going like super fast on those tracks. Honestly, like a few times while I'm playing, I feel like a little bit like dizzy because of all the like twists and turns and going upside down and stuff. Because it, it feels more like a ride than mm-hmm. like you're driving. I agree with that, especially when you're going down into the volcano. Oh, yeah. There's been a couple times. There's, there's a couple times when, especially when you're playing it on a Series X and you get, I mean, it's in really smooth 60 FPS. You and you're. I, and I play a cockpit mode. Okay, that might be why. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Oh, I could try it in that. I bet it's even more intense. I, yeah. I, it, yeah. It, 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 it gets a little vertigo. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. What about you, Pong? You had a chance to check it out yet? You waiting? Nope, not yet, man. Like I said last night, I again Borderlands three. I'm addicted. Uh, yeah. So that between that and then 3? Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah, Borderlands three. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm doing some of the DLC right now. Actually, I'm doing the um um the uh, Psycho Craig uh, his DLC, uh, where you got to go into his brain. Um, and so I'm playing that right now a lot. And then as dust falls, when I was, I was downloading, mm-hmm. uh, the hot wheels DLC when dust falls, when I started playing that, that I didn't stop. So no, I haven't had a chance to play it, but I've been watching a ton of video. And again, hot wheels to me, I, I, again, it was a great DLC. It was a cool DLC, but I just don't get into it that much, but I'm still excited to play it. I redownloaded Forza horizon for this DLC so that I could play it. So I'll be hopping to assume, but everything I've seen and everything that I've been, again, the, the, the size of it is what's crazy mm-hmm. to me compared to the, the first DLC that we got. Um, the first hot wheels DLC, that's what's grabbed me because I've seen people like, yeah, I said, there's all these places to go and it's not just on the orange tracks. It's not just on yeah. the magnetic tracks. You're actually on the ground too. So I can't wait to jump back in there. I mean, I've got, I think 150 hours in Forza Horizon 5 already. So it's, it's like I can't wait to jump back in and just kind of see what this one feels like. So, but uh, yeah, again, as far as the other nonsense goes, it's nonsense. It's it's crazy. Um, these people out here, how you can say that when DLC has never been given, was never a part of anything. Mav, you and I had the discussion way back in the day. I think we all had that discussion because yeah. when that first started coming up, and people started bringing up, well, didn't they say that you get all the DLC? Yeah. I remember when you and I went and started researching mm-hmm. it, right? And we started looking through articles, and there was nothing outside of the gears. Yeah. And and obviously that was a memory hold or whatever the case may be at that point that we just all forgot that that's it was a, ba- a Berenstein Bears situation. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, Mandela effect is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. so so I, I just. I, I just can't believe that anybody's out here. Again, if you have the opinion that DLC should be included in Game Pass, that's fine, but we already know it's not. This is, like Brother Mike said, this is there's no precedence here. This has been what's been the norm. So to bring it up in defense or to try to use it as a whataboutism um, to what people's opinion of The Last of Us remake hybrid is... That that's just again that is intellectual dishonesty. You know for a fact those two things are completely unrelated. And if you want to argue whether or not the Hot Wheels DLC is twenty dollars worth it, okay, well I guess you can have that argument. But I think most people would agree when we see some of the DLC. I mean, twenty dollars gets you one 
armor in Halo at some points, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so the fact that we're getting this huge open world, brand new map with new cars and everything else from Forza Horizon, it's crazy to me that you would ever have that argument, but that's fine. You could have that stance. But again, this is just this is the clown show that shows up all the damn time that can't help themselves if their favorite side of things is criticized in any way, shape, or form. Even if it's not just, oh, well, this is dumb. I'd never play The Last of Us 1 again. You're stupid for paying $70. That's not the only conversations that have been going on. Sure, those do happen too, but there's legit criticism out here. So to come back with that... It's just, I just, I can't stand it, man. I just can't stand it anymore. But uh, I can't wait to hop into this DLC. Playground is one of the top developers um, out there already. If they pull off Fable, like I said, they will be the upper, upper echelon of developers for me. Um, you know, again, they've they've dominated the arcade racing scene now. There is nobody left. Need for Speed has basically gone away at this point because of what Playground's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope they come back because we all love Need for Speed. But the point is, is that Playground does nothing but they're very best, and it doesn't stop just with the main game. It is included in their DLC. They don't just shovel us some garbage and call it DLC and say, there, we got you know, we got it out. Here you guys go. They go the extra mile. And again, from everything I'm seeing and hearing about this DLC, th- this is no exception. In fact, this probably raises the bar even a little bit more. And we're all kind of now curious what they're going to do next for the second DLC, because how are you going to top this if it's that good already, right? So um, I can't wait to jump into it this weekend for sure. I will ask, uh, how did you feel about the class system map? Because that's something you've always kind of been asking and complaining about about Horizon. Like, did the class system work for you in the the DLC? Where you have to start as A class and work your way up to B or whatever? Uh, That doesn't really bother me. I just... I mean, Forza Horizon is such a different animal. It's not like motorsport where I'm like... You know, I want motorsport to be like really big progression. You know what I mean? And Horizon is so like silly and stuff. It's just kind of like whatever. I feel like it would have been nice if um, there was more cars with it than what they're giving with the expansion. If I was to have any criticism, it would be like I would like you have about 50 Hot Wheels. I mean, that'd be badass. You know what I mean? But like, but other than that, I mean, there's really nothing for me to sit here and, and critique on it too much for the price that they're asking you know um i don't know how much content is going to be once you get through those class systems right um if they're going to update with random races kind of like they do and stuff with the um with the regular game as well I, because one it issue, looks like they are one issue yeah. with dlc is like because you're like okay first off you have to have the people that play the game then you got to have the people that buy the dlc right so it's not like DLCs usually sell as much as a game does, right? So you have a, a smaller audience there for when they separate the audiences like that. So I don't know how much, if there's going to be as much player creation stuff, there's going to be as much things. But for 20 bucks, I hope a lot of people get this, right? I hope a lot of people check this out. Because that's all you got to pay is 20 bucks. If you have Game Pass, you get you have the game, right? It's $20. Someone just unlocked a Chivo. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, seventeen ninety nine actually, if you have Game Pass, because it's uh, discounted. So I just can't. For me, honestly, this might be the best thing Xbox releases this year. Yeah, this Hot Wheels DLC is that impressive? It is. It is mind blowingly impressive. It's beautiful. The waterfalls, the colors, the the track, the different biomes. You got snow. You got volcano. You got like uh, 
you got desert, you got water tracks, you got the bumpy tracks, you got the ice tracks, you know, you got the regular tracks, you got speed boost, you know, all these different things that add so much gameplay elements to Forza, plus all the player creation stuff you're going to see made out of that stuff, right? So for, for me, like this, you can sell this as its own standalone game. And it would have well been worth it, right? And it could have been the best Xbox game of the year. By far, in my opinion, right? But it's just DLC, so it gets ignored a little bit. I feel like it deserves that attention. Uh, we just got a $2 super chat from the one and only Lord Roughness. He says, uh, hi, Ultimate Family. Great news about Lupa. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but I, I did uh, mention it last night on uh, PM and the PM and gave an update on Twitter. Our uh, good friend, a family member, uh, Assassin Lupa, has finally woken up as of yesterday. Nice. So um, that is was such fantastic news. Um, you know, it would have been yeah. a little over a week, I think, or, or so since the surgery. Um, and we have just been kind of waiting on pins and needles, waiting for any kind of update, you know what I mean? But don't want to don't want to harass her husband too much. You know, like he's he's got real life and they're definitely um have more serious situations going on, but you know, he was kind enough yesterday to let me know, you know, that she woke up uh, yesterday evening there. And uh, he said he was just so happy, you know, he said she was confused, obviously about what's going on. I, I mean, I understand that completely. I, I have no more information than that right now. You know what I mean? But just the yeah, fact that she's still. awake, like regardless of anything else, is uh, absolutely amazing, and I can't uh, I, I can't wait to, to ho- hopefully have her back here sometime. I mean, we don't we don't know anything. Like I said, we don't know anything else about uh, situations or anything like that. So, um, but the the best news was was had that she is awake. So that, that was absolutely awesome. Um, Tony Grasso and, says, and thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, and and thank you, Mav, for keeping us up to date on that. That's been. That's that's been wonderful to to see those updates. So thank yeah. you. I'm just lucky enough to get the to get the updates to be able to share. So like I um but grateful to John for sharing that stuff, you know, keeping us all in the loop and uh being open about it so that way we can uh know what's what's happening cuz we we miss her, you know. We want her back. She's a we huge do. part of what we do, you know, like one yes. of the best people in the community by far. Uh such an a, like original person. You know what I mean? There's like nobody else like Lupa really uh, that no. I've met in, in this community or in general. You know what I mean? So was well, one of a kind, and uh, I hope I hope she's back. But uh, and doesn't just and doesn't just hang out in in chats and podcasts and stuff. She games with us. Yeah, and she even likes to rag on people and stuff too. It's she's a lot of fun. <laughs> like it, Jasper coming in, uh, she gave him oh, so man, much she shit. Gave him a... Oh man, it was great. <laughs> You know, because he's a tryhard. You know, like he's coming in there and I'm not, she, I'm not he, trying. I'm he, just... he was he was killing her all the time, <laughs> and, and she felt targeted. You know, at Halo Infinite, when we were playing and stuff, and and uh, she let Jasper have it. He, he was not Jasper. His name was Jackie Joseph. I don't know where she came. She couldn't remember his name at first when he first Jackie started Joseph playing with this. <laughs> Jackie Joseph or whatever the fuck your name is. Stop killing me. <laughs> you little prick. Whatever the fuck your name is. Yeah, whatever the that's fuck how, your name. That's is. how she would say it. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Joseph, that stupid little motherfucker. Get out of here, Jackie <laughs> Joseph. Nobody wants you here. 
just like just, just great. They're just like we're just busting out laughing. You know what I mean? It's uh. We just we missed her, and that's that that's competitive Lupa that a lot of people haven't seen. You know, um, a great great personality, great sense of humor. Um, speak, uh, also, hey Tony, uh, not Tony, Mike. Tony Grasso says, by the way, the interview with uh, Spooky that you did last week was one of his favorite podcasts to listen to in a long time. A Mike. Yeah, so uh, shout means, out to Spooky. That means so much, man, and, and thank you, Spooky, for that. That was. That was awesome. It was an awesome after, you know, kind of evening to talk games and and you know, um, one of the cool things that I love about listening to you guys um, and and brother Pong. So let me throw some more at you. One of the things that I love listening to you, whether it's PM and PM, whether it's Living Split Screen, whether it's here, is your ability for for pulling the knowledge right reminds me a lot of of what i tried to do back in the 2000s when i had the site and um i just see a lot of i you know it's not just the passionate game knowledge it's the objectiveness that that you carry and it's what so you know as i've kind of moved into this youtube thing um i'm i'm really enjoying i've had you know i've always felt like being able to tell those stories is great but i've had my time in the sun so to speak um doing e3s and meeting people and and you know covering games and stuff and so watching you in particular um just it's a great joy to see you know neck kind of the next the youtube generation of of don't stroke his ego too much, Mike. I'm just saying. I'm old. I don't know what I'm doing. Just remind. Just I love seeing it. This is Pong's retirement episode, actually. I'm out. It's been a great run. See y'all later. And for those reasons, I'm out. Well, thank you, brother Mike. Thank you again. Humbled, honored. I, yeah. Thank you. Um, Jasper, have you checked out Hot Wheels yet? Yeah, I've uh, I finished it last night. I got like two achievements left, but I'm kind of it's like four hours worth of work to get them probably. So I'm like, do I yeah. want to do that? <laughs> you just gonna skip it? Yeah. You'd rather power watch something for four hours to get an achievement than than race <laughs> for four hours to get an achievement? Yeah. Okay, I get it. Um, so did, what do you th- feel about like the DLC in general? Like, uh. I like the base game better. Like, I don't know if I'm just like burned out because I played so much Forza, like just the base game. But it uh, it wasn't holding my attention as much as uh, when the Forza initially came out. I don't know if it's just like kind of tired of the same game or something now. But yeah, I liked it. It's just it just wasn't keeping my attention as much as it, the base game did. Yeah, I I I feel like man, I don't know. It's just so good. It's so big. I, I was I was just astounded by the size of it. They, no, I, I know like <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Hey, I beat the old man. Yeah, I I saw the size of it and I was wowed. You know, <laughs> it was ginormous. I was wondering if I could uh, finish it all. Yeah, you're definitely not used to that. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm used to like small DLCs. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, I play with it for five minutes and I'm done. You know what I mean? Um, 
but you know this has just had so much girth and there's so much there uh again it's only twenty dollars yeah yeah i mean you could take this you could just take this dlc this dlc and just slap it down on the table and yeah (laughs) i mean you can say look at this bam this is huge and it's only twenty dollars and it can be yours um it just sells itself every night we're, we're off the rails a little bit. <laughs> um, so uh fuzz like it, like this is better as a, like okay so let me ask you this, this is gonna be a tricky question mm-hmm. you're a g7 fan mm-hmm. as am i mm-hmm. you're a forza motorsport fan Mm-hmm. As am I. You're a Forza Horizon fan, as am I. You're a Division fan, as am I. <laughs> You're a Halo fan, as am I. You're at no. Uh, but Hot Wheels DLC for Forza Horizon Five is it better than GT Seven? It's different. I, like there yeah, are that's... there are definitely there are definitely things I, that I'm are better. Because I'm like... trying to get a uh, toxic conversation going here. <laughs> All right. So from from a fun standpoint of just like messing around, not like serious racing, like, you know, role playing that I'm a, yeah. you know, race car driver or something like that. Yes. Whoa, this is, this is better than GT seven as far as just, you know, playing like an arcade racer. Yeah. By, by far. Although GT seven still has its appeal. Cause yeah. you know, I always wish that I had gotten into. It's NASCAR a ridiculous question. Earlier it's, age and you can't answer stuff like that. But, uh, no, it's it's just a ton of fun. Yeah. Like for anybody that's just looking for, you know, something fun to play outside of just the the regular like Mexico region for uh, Horizon Five, this is definitely worth you know at least downloading or or picking up type of deal as far as the uh, you know the DLC. But yeah. um, just started roughly an hour before the show. And I think I already have almost all the roads discovered, so yeah. I'm, I'm doing the uh, the power through it type of deal to try to at least get everything unlocked. And oh, you're playing it like Jasper plays his games, just power power well, through and, and no enjoyment, just completionist 100. Yeah, right. All the billboards are on the land. There's none of them <laughs> no <on> enjoyment. <laughs> you know, no, it, but, there's enjoyment, but it's it's one of those things. I want to get everything unlocked, and then I can focus on either building my own. Uh, racetracks or you know the paint schemes yeah. for some of the hot wheel cars and things like that so i want to get the what i consider the the less time consuming stuff out the way first <laughs> yeah i downloaded one of your uh camos you made for the the willy jeep or whatever because i was going to do the thing where you buy the wheel spins because i needed the, for the wheel spin achievement but they took off the wheel spins on that jeep so you can't do that anymore so i was like son of a ah. bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, there's just so much fun as far as playing around on these tracks. Like I, I got to figure out uh, before uh, what's his name? Don Juan song makes like a, uh, like almost like a Jim Connor kind of track. I got to figure out if I can make like a roller coaster, uh, double loop jump type of thing. If I can, if I can create a race that has that without you landing in the lava <laughs> type of deal. But uh, yeah, I'm just having fun with it for right now. And then um, they'll probably continue to add cars. Um, they probably won't add as many cars to the DLC as they will the main game because they usually have like two or four cars each uh, season or each week for the main game. And then this will probably only have like one or two 
in that same time frame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 yeah, just, I, th- I think the reason they didn't add as many hot wheels is because they have that hot wheels game that came out. So they didn't want to put all the wacky cards into this just because it would mm-hmm. be like, well, if you want to play the, the real fancy ones, just go play our hot wheels. It's probably a lot harder to model those for Forza yeah. too. Cause I got cockpit views. I got all this different stuff and like, um, yeah. and as an expansion or a DLC, it's like, it would take them years to put in the amount of detail it probably takes to make all those cars individually. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I get why um, it was, I mean, we got some really cool ones. So I have to say, so I'm pretty happy with the selection. Um, what do y'all want for like the second expansion now? Like, are we going to get another Lego or like, is it going to be, um, I was Definitely watching Xbox two podcast and they, they no, were talking yeah. about this a little bit. Um, Cause there's gonna be a second one, another storm related one. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already got like kind of like some ice effects and snow effects and like water effects go, from this. Go back to Fast and Furious, maybe. <laughs> I I kind of want them to go Fast and Furious, but one step further, almost like a hot pursuit expansion. Like I I want a city map where it's like city streets and some highway, and you could be cops or robbers or cops or or you know evaders. I guess would be the way to look at it. And just do like, um, you know, you have to outrun the police to get a certain reward or you play as the police and get a reward, possibly uh, race for pink slips, things along those lines. But like a, a city map. Uh, so that way you have like alleys, side streets, things like that. So you can try and evade or or if you're the cops, you can hide down one of the side streets and, and catch the people speeding down the main strip type of thing. But something along those lines would be what I would like to see as an expansion but it's not their typical it, type it of expansion cool if they added like uh baja mexico it's like that like side peninsula off the left side of mexico like if they added that as like a dlc map because there's a big uh racing thing there's like the baja race yeah. whatever every year so like yeah that would be yeah. like something they could do that's kind of in reality maybe yeah if they do like the baja 500 like you said that that whole track area that they do for the 500 that would be awesome. Add some of the vehicles, some of the SUVs, some of yeah. the, the I guess you could say almost like mixed breed cars where it's like a, a two wheel drive that's been made into four wheel drive or, or lifted and things like that. And just pretty much pedal to the metal, king of the hammers type stuff and go from there. That, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'd like to see like a remake of uh, Midtown Madness. That's what <laughs> I would like. Midtown Madness? That sounds like something you know, that came out old, in like from the 1800s. Old days. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember that. It was it arcade. It was it was that on the uh, what was that no, on? No, uh, well, I had it on Windows 98. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right. Uh, um, pre-XP I'm trying to days. remember what. Yeah, it was a Microsoft. It was a Microsoft game before they had consoles, so it was it was a PC game. Yeah. What about um, so if they did a need for uh, not a need for speed if they did like a Fast and the Furious expansion I want like full nighttime city right I don't want a Fast and the Furious out there like in the open roads and stuff I want like nighttime city underground street racing right mm. <laughs> Well they kind of did uh... Bam, no matter what you're gonna will into existence Tokyo Extreme okay that's all you're trying to that's do like every. 100%. Every time we have this conversation, I want nighttime city driving. You're going to will it. You're just going to will it. We both are because we both want it back. It's just funny how you always say that. It's hilarious. I want nighttime 
City racing. Well, Let's go. When people say they want Forza Horizon Japan. 5, Forza Horizon 6 in Japan, like we wanted Forza Horizon 5 in Japan, I want it Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, right? Like, that's the next step for Forza Horizon. They've done so much open world, like, with country, like, road racing and stuff, open road racing. The next step for me is to at least have a huge part of the map to be a full-blown city. Right? That'd be sick. That'd be utterly sick. The nighttime with the lights and stuff, you know, uh, highways cool. racing. You pull up directly behind them. You blink your lights three times to initiate a challenge, right? Then you get, like, <laughs> rivals that come on with different names, and you have to challenge. I'm, I'm 100% describing Tokyo Extreme Racing. Tokyo Extreme Racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, it's so amazing. Well, you could go race in GTA. There's a big city there, and you can make uh, GTA, like, racing you're, is. You're not going to like the fact. You're not gonna like the fact that I hated Tokyo Extreme Racer. Did you really? <laughs> How? I'm. I'm okay, get him off the show. Back. It's hook time. Get him out of here. He's old. He's got nothing. To, he's got nothing to give Say us. Get him out of here. <laughs> he, we, had great, we had a great guest here. It was a great run. All right, no, you're, I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, um, it's okay. I'm actually. You got me. You caught me. Uh, I'm actually going back. Some of my old reviews are on the internet way back. You you better not say it was like lower than like a seven. <laughs> Come on. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold if, on, if hold you, on. How did you, you rate it? How did you less than a seven? I will never value any opinion you ever had. Ever <laughs> oh, how, how did, how did you do ratings back then? Mike? Did you, did you break them down by category? Kind of like game, game informer used to do, or what did you do? How did I do them in the old days? Um, so, so it depends on when I, I, I okay, as I morphed. Um, at yeah. one point, I broke them down into categories. Yeah, um, but and then it's it's when I wrote for Dreamcast HQ. Yeah, um, it was one out of ten. When I created NLG, we did out of a hundred. I okay. Um, well, okay, now, so Tokyo hold, Extreme. Hold on, well, so, so wait, hold on. I'm going to yeah, show you something yeah. because I'm a hypocrite. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, Pong, I learned that I can get... I have to figure out the way to do it, but I can emulate the Dreamcast on the Steam Deck. Hey, Asante yes. showed me that. And oh, yeah. yes. Tokyo Extreme yes. Racer was yes. playable. Both Fuck of yeah. them. And yes. he said they run flawlessly. <sighs> yes. You've got to get... See, there you go. Hypocrite. There you go. But but what was what was your problem case, with it? But the case is broken, so haha. Oh, well, that's uh-huh. well, that happened like frequently. That happened frequently. Yeah. What didn't you like? What didn't you like? I didn't like the fact, and and it was more along the lines of the first one. He, he just like couldn't beat it. Re- he wasn't good enough. That's the problem. I wasn't. No, I didn't like how small the map was and how repetitive it was. And it was just mm. there was no variety to it. You just drove through the same exact track. Racing the same cars in the same because it was, it was the greatest just... track ever created. Yeah, it's a high, it was the highways of Tokyo, Mike. <laughs> in, the, in the big loop, you know, oh. just went around the big loop around around. Tokyo. You could take different exits and branch off different ways, and and you had to. Now, so... I, I think if, if we if we had if you knew us back then, if I, if I knew you, I would have given you the little teenager Mav when he was playing on his Dreamcast. We said, "Listen up, you." Cocksucker that reviewed this improperly. Let me. Give you, you old a guy. You old here, man. here. You're gonna love this. Hold on. Can you? Um, I don't know if you can share this or not. Yeah, you can share screen. It's the one that looks like the little computer down at the bottom there in the middle. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Go ahead, Mav. 
Well, I can, I can, I can share it like this. Um, okay, so on 22, 22 years ago. All right, 20, 22 years ago. Damn. See, I, I, I was not exaggerating, guys. This guy, he's been doing this for since like uh, uh, the wheel was invented. Um, <laughs> I actually, so you laughed. I mean, Wait, you laughed what? about it earlier, but. You laughed about it earlier, but yes, I actually did go to the first E3 in 1998. <laughs> see? <laughs> All right, so this is... Uh, let me see if I can't zoom in here. Um, view. Uh, view, zoom. Okay, zoom. Your, yeah, your you images aren't, aren't working anymore. Well, this is archive.org, <laughs> so this is not... Uh, and this yeah, wasn't I told even him my, about this, that website like two yeah. days ago, and he couldn't figure out how to use it. So yeah, This wasn't even my site. Is, is this for two or one? Because one was better than two. This is for two. This okay. This for two. Well, t- one was way better than two. Did you review one? I'm looking for that review. I'm trying to find to see where that review is. Okay. Um, uh, fun factor. Look at that fun have... factor. Look yeah. at. <laughs> what? Fun factor. What? Fun factor, Mike. I mean, fun factor should be at least a 10, if not an 11. <laughs> and graphics, uh, you know, it wasn't the most graphically appealing game, whatever. Sound, you know, no, it wasn't. It's cars, right? Control should have been what it, control should have been it, way up there, yeah. way up there, Mike. Come on, gameplay is still a 10 seven. Uh, underrated, <laughs> underrated, <laughs> completely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let's read this a little bit now. I, I will have to say, I, I played uh, Tokyo Extreme Racer Zero, is what it was called, actually, on the uh playstation 2 right yeah and um, it was called shotoku battle on dreamcast which i do not have anymore um so uh, i didn't like that as much YouTube, as tokyo extreme on youtube it's showing like your desktop and stuff it's not like a full image i don't know if you noticed that what do you mean it's like i can see the whole restream like website and stuff like on youtube it's not a big screen oh, oh yeah okay here that's better, right? Okay, so I'm gonna re- I'm just gonna read Mike Mullis's review. Okay, <laughs> last year I got the flaming of my life. I reviewed a game called Shotoku Battle for the Import Dreamcast, which is Tokyo Extreme Racing here in America. Actually, so other people Tokyo agreed Street. with us, man. <laughs> yes, other people yes. hated Mullis for this too. Yeah, Tokyo, I see. Okay, and, and, uh, he doesn't even have the respect to put the name properly in here. It's Tokyo Extreme Racer. Not racing here in America, so you just like disrespected the title right there, Mike. Um, I give it, I gave it a super low score, and you people thought I didn't give low ratings, even when I do get flamed. So now we have a even new year. I, I get flamed, and an updated game. Look, look at those archaic emoji in there, by the way, yeah. with his little smiley. Face. Yeah, I love it. That's a uh, for those that are uh, Jasper. That's that's before emojis existed. We call those emoticons, right? We, like we, that's in the day and age when we created like LOL and LMAO and all of those things. We were doing smiley faces and stuff like this. Yeah, well, my generation created YOLO. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good for you guys. Good for you. So, so now we have a new year and an updated game. Unfortunately, there isn't much you can do to the game to make it a whole new game to score. Does that mean I'm giving oh, wow. Tokyo Extreme Racer 2 the same low score? Not this time because I am scared of my audience because they uh, <laughs> lashed at me so much for the problems with the first game. Uh, it seemed Genki made some improvements and attempts to address some of the big problems I saw in last year's game, but it's still the same premise as previously. You are a renegade underground racer on the Tokyo Highway, challenging other racers 
each with our unique car and racing style to winner to to winner take all competitions. There are cool things that happen in the game itself, such as opponents and teams with different cars and driving styles, sticker creator and editor, ability to win people's vehicles. So why do I have such a hard time playing this game? Or enjoy sorry, enjoying this game? Well, two main reasons. One, there's you no need real to distinction. Read this for you? And the, the roads. No, that's okay. I'm just uh, I'm having trouble uh, with the comprehension because the opinion is so bad. So I'm just, I like trying to. Uh, um, I, I keep thinking it's going to say something differently than it does, right? So once there is still no real distinction in the roads, it it's still the same old hi- one highway. Now I will add that they have made the road about a hundred miles and gave some exits and new routes to go. But it's still one type of road at night with no real distinctions. But yeah, because it's Tokyo Highway racing they don't do that during the day they do it at night it, it, you know, it's, it's illegal what um no differences in weather area or driving conditions as you can see from the videos on the night it looks a lot like the first on the right it looks like a lot like the first game after seeing games like test drive v rally and even mag force racing i like games with different tracks yeah those franchises went on to do great mike yeah um, I like who, who the hell remembers tracks. Mag Force Racing? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Countries. Uh, things like that. Hold on, <laughs> test drive. Test, test drive. drive. Test, test drive. I'll give you. Unlimited was great. No, uh, yeah. uh, and, yeah. and fun fact. Fun fact. My test drive V Rally review from this site is on the back of the box of that game. Oh, that was of course it is. Wow. Nice. That was my first ever. I'll How much did they send you? Yeah. Because back then you guys were getting paid. Wow. Mike has given reviews for sponsorships back then. Yeah, I bet he was. Yes. I bet he was sponsored by uh, Test Drive View Rally. Um, he had the banner on the website, you know, Test Drive View. Um, and there is some considerable drawing, but again, it's dark. So, sixty frames per second. Also, also. Um, yep. anyway, I'm not going to keep reading. This so, is, so, this is a very so wait, though, This is a very well written, poorly uh, thought out uh, school. <laughs> so wait, also. brother Mike. Wait, wait, wait. So what was? So what was your score on the first one? Then? If I'm you said, trying, is I, it a four? Below a six. It yeah. was below that. Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> wow, blasphemy! Oh my god! So, is this about when you stop the website? Is this like when it like shut down after <laughs> after those reviews? Oh. So that that wasn't my site. That was somebody else's. Yeah, site. Did, and, said, and you did you get doxxed? So the doxing didn't exist back then. I would I would assume you get doxxed or swatted or something after you let, wrote that. No, a- ang- angry no. Uh, fan letters. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Jason Jason Schreier would be proud of that review. By yeah, the way, it would. What? Oh, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Do you <laughs> do you know what IGN gave Tokyo Extreme Racer the first one? What eight point eight. That's why. Thank I don't, you, IGN. That's, that's why they're the that's pros. Why I don't read them. That's why they're the biggest uh, <laughs> the news uh, site in gaming. Oh. Uh, aren't you, you so glad you came you, tonight? Can you imagine if you worked for IGN back then and you had reviewed that game? IGN's oh. forever score of Tokyo Extreme Racer would have been a four. <laughs> and I may have not bought Forever. it. I may have not bought it. I may have never even tried it because I was like, what's Tokyo Extreme Racer? And now it's, it's still one of my favorite games of all time. <sighs> Oh, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't help your poor taste in games, Mav. Wow. Hey, who was playing Tokyo Extreme Racer? Mike didn't know he was coming to a roast tonight. Right. <laughs> yeah. GameSpot even gave it a five point six for God's sakes. Out of Jesus. 10. Yeah, out of ten. I think Ooh, I gave it less too. than that. <laughs> I'm sure Brilliant. you did. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oops. That is that is my that is my quote right there. That was my first ever box quote. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I had our I had you're right, Jasper. I had our whole screen screwed up on there. I wasn't even paying yeah, attention. I told you and then you <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Sorry Talk guys, technical difficulties. Like I was it. trying to share stuff. Um anyway, like <laughs> I'm still You're baffled. done now, Mav. You can't even. You can't even go on. It's, I, I don't know if I can. Right. I, this, this, <laughs> I'm just why, deciding if I want to continue has, with this why, friendship. Why has why why has fun speculation blocked me on Twitter? While all this nonsense is going on, I've had a poll in the chat. What did we want to see from the next Forza Horizon Five expansion? Right. I've mm-hmm. I've been. Saying for years, I would love to see Transformers as a Forza mm. Horizon 5 expansion, right? I mean, we all put the Autobot logos on the cars and stuff like that at times. You know, you got mm. real life vehicles driving around. People put Autobot logos on them, Decepticon logos and stuff. Um, it won. 39% want to see Transformers. 30% want to see Fast and Furious. 30% Storm Island uh, type mm. stuff. And 0% Lego. Um, <laughs> out of 23 votes there. So... Uh, now it was asked like I, I put this in the Xbox Two chat earlier. I was listening to Rand and Jez, and they had uh, brought up my comment on this, and they were like, "Well, how would you do that?" Now I I'm gonna say how you do Transformers, right? So you're on Earth. You just got to Earth. You're the Autobots, right? You landed. You landed uh, in your ship, and you got to go go collect Energon cubes and stuff. You got to drive around. You got to go collect those Energon cubes and stuff. The Decepticons are flying around in their jets and stuff above you. They're shooting shit, you know, blowing stuff up, and you got to avoid their blast and all these things. Where you go and pick it up the Energon cubes, and you got to bring them back to your uh, to your ship, or you got to get from point A to point B and all this stuff. And and then maybe you have like a section where it's like you you go through like a teleport or something, and you go back into Cybertron, right? That'd be pretty sick. Or I don't know. Like I could think of a million things to do. You know, you get Bumblebee going in there. You get the voice actors going. So you, while you're driving, you can hear them having a conversation with each other, right? You get jazz and all these things. That'd be absolutely Maybe, amazing. Maybe like you land as a transformer and it's like beside an auto show, so you can scan a car to pick like your first starting out car. Is oh my gosh! Yes, mm-hmm. that'd be nice. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't expect them to go and model like walking characters and stuff like that. I don't even expect them to do flight. I don't expect them to do jets and stuff, right? Because, like, I'm asking too much for them for, like, a DLC that go and add, like, oh, make this a flying game now or, or make this a robot walking game right now. But I feel like it can be done within the car aspect and still be done right, you know? Um, and I would love to see it. You can even have little cutscenes in there, like a little animated cutscenes or something with, with, with them in robot form. Right, and then they, mm-hmm. and then you hear Optimus Prime, Autobots, roll out, and then like you can, uh, you have them transform, and and then they uh, transform, and then you just start the the mission, you know, and then the, you hear the music and stuff. God, it'd be amazing. Any takers? Yeah, yeah that'd be pretty cool. I voted, no? I voted Transformers. Did you? Okay, so Playground, you've heard it here. Uh, if only we knew somebody that's working with Playground at all to get this information across to them. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Maybe I should DM somebody. <laughs> Slip them a note. Uh, all right. So besides Forza Horizon 5, Hot Wheels, and As Dust Falls, uh, another cool news bit we've got is Discord is coming to Xbox. 
So um, pretty big news here. Uh, it's not done in the most user-friendly way right off the bat, at least. Maybe they're going to improve this at some point. However, it's still the first console to enable um, Discord chat. Uh, is anybody excited or planning on using this at all? I thought about it. I don't know why I would use it. Because <laughs> like a primary Xbox user, like mm-hmm. you use Game Chat or Game Bar on PC, so it's like you wouldn't use it. So it's like... No, I, I would prefer to use Discord than Game Bar. Right? But yeah, I, then I, I would have to make all of you go through the process yeah, to join my I'm Discord, saying, like, right? Having one person like use Discord and then force everyone else is kind of like you just seem like an asshole. It's like, we're all on Xbox. You're the yeah. only one on PC. Just join us, you know? It's like, yeah. I, so, what about for like crossplay games? That's that's the only what thing I was I gonna say. Like, yeah. And and there's. Games, like, most people still just play on Xbox that we talk to, so it's like still's the only one that I know of that plays on PC that's crossplay with us, really. Yeah. That's oh, true. I've got I've got folks that I play Fall Guys and Rocket League with that are not on Xbox or PC, and I can't chat with them um, because they're on like PlayStation uh, yeah. or Switch. This this does bring that together. I mean, this is a good. The only thing that they that. You, the only the only issue with it is it's all or nothing. So you all yeah. have to be in Discord chat or you all have to be in party chat. You can't mix them together. That would be nice, but you know, with a little with a little um, with a little coordination with everybody, you can make it work. Yeah. Um, so the process right now is like you have to once you get it like linked which is a process in and of itself of scanning a qr code and stuff you have to like open discord right on your phone on your phone and then hit create a server create a server on the phone up then hit then send it to xbox and then on xbox it'll create a separate voice call on xbox and then people from discord on pc can join your call right and people from xbox can too yeah they would have to yeah i'm pretty sure I guess if one person sets it up, they would also have to have their shit linked too. So I'm not sure how joining because another isn't Discord it a Discord? So it's not like crossing over, but because the, the Xbox people joining your party got to be, it's joining. They're joining a Discord server. They're not joining an Xbox yeah. server at that time, right? Right. So correct. Everybody joining would have to go through the linking up process, and also, I don't know if they accept the invite if it just automatically sends them in or if they have to do yeah, the whole app sure process also another person on xbox joining it works either they have to go on the phone and join the phone call on their phone and then send it to their xbox or i don't know if xbox would automatically yeah. make a discord thing here like, what i'm hoping is they make it a little bit smoother and simpler where you can actually just like open discord on the xbox right yeah and then just navigate through the channels that way and then because i i don't or you just open up discord and send invites to people on xbox right like if you if i were to open up discord on my phone or on my pc and just be able to send my xbox friends list invites and it send them and all i gotta do is accept it right and it automatically joins them join that server that would work as well you know but like i don't i don't know about this whole phone process how how uh smooth it's that's kind of like go. the switch party system right now with the, the whole discord call right yeah do what you want to show your phone well the switch is not even through the system right it's just like 
Yeah, it's so a you're just ad. using rot, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not Rotten. What's the, I just saw Rotten Tomatoes ad and a fun pop DM. So I was like, hey, I got caught. I'm watching the uh, I'm watching John Wick Chapter Four trailer here while I'm talking. <laughs> and uh, uh, our fun pop DM. And uh, uh, no, but they're just using Discord, right? Period. Yeah. It's not even like anything to do with Nintendo. I don't think, right? Like, it's their own app. It's not even Discord. So there's a Nintendo app for voice chat on your yeah. phone. Why don't people just use Discord then for Nintendo? Well, they do. <laughs> okay. No one uses <laughs> right. So no one uses a Nintendo thing. Right? Yeah. But everybody uses the Xbox thing because it's like through the Xbox. Yeah. Thing. So if what if they just had like Discord button on Xbox? You click on that and just open up a party and can send people invites. I feel like that would be that's what they have to get to before yeah. it's actually useful. And doing all the extra steps, switching to your phone and going back to Xbox is just, yeah. there's too much work. Like right they now. can just make it to where automa- you automatically link a server and then it creates a new channel whenever you start a party. Or just make a Discord app you download and hit start a party in that and then it's kind of like Skype in the back end how it used to be on the right. Xbox One where you could just minimize Skype and still talk to people. But, Whoever streamlines right. this the best is going to have the most use out of it, Right. Um, Fuzzy, are you planning on checking this out? Are you on Alpha Insider or no? Um, I I choose not to do a lot of the Insider stuff. Yeah. Like I I'm, I guess the one of the outer ring things as far as uh, mm-hmm. for the Insider group. But uh, the thing I would like to use it for would be uh, some of my friends that are on PlayStation that um, play Division or something along those lines. Or for anyone that's not on Xbox or PC for Insurgency or something like that, but I don't think the crossplay is on on Insurgency just yeah, yet. But it not. is for for the I think it is for the division, just not cross progression yet. But that that would be about the only time it makes sense for me. Yeah, um, I feel like our Discord, like we have a Discord server, and like if I if I could like somehow like well make it easier for people in the community that like or whatever to find. Co- people that way i could see it like mm. useful for like community aspect as well right uh but then yeah, i got like, looking for group yeah but like I, xbox already has their community thing i don't really think it, people utilize it as much really it's kind of like you know we have, we got these groups and and community things that people make and they've seen an invite but i don't ever see any people interacting with any of it them, could really. be another way it could be useful is like xbox party chats limited to 16 people and i think like Halo lobbies are like twenty four, whatever. So yeah. you're missing out on like six people. So if Battlefield big, too, too, right? yeah. So if you had like a big like private server on a game, like you would have you have to go to Discord because that's a hundred people calls instead of sixteen, right? Or whatever. So that's a good point, man. Because we try to do like Battlefield community nights and stuff, and you're only really able to communicate with four people because when you get like that many people in a party, like sixteen, even the party starts glitching out within Battlefield because like it gets confused with everybody in the different squads and stuff. So um, that's a good point with Battlefield. You could have a huge Battlefield game going with a, with a hundred people on Discord playing through the Xbox, and they don't. People could just utilize it through the Xbox it's and not have to go separately. So you just have PC people you can play with Battlefield on PC too. So. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that's gonna be the biggest benefit. You're right, the amount of people. Because I can't think of many other benefits right now. You know. Yeah, Unless it's crossplay, like content creators like having community nights. Like I think that you'll see, you'll be able to see people yeah. do like 
fun streams and stuff with yeah. their community now. They they just still got to make it simpler because like it, right now like hey everybody we're gonna do like fun speculation community game night tonight. We want like we're gonna get like fifty people and we used to play that. We used to do this a lot like earlier days of Xbox Ultimate. We used to play every Friday night after the show and and we would get like huge parties sometimes. You know like the parties would be full. Sometimes we split up into like two two parties and stuff and you know it started getting a little crazy you know and, and like chaotic and stuff so if if you had like discord it could help but i can't imagine getting everybody to go through that process to join the yeah, server the so it's got to be streamlined you know because i couldn't imagine hey guys you come and join us but like you got to get your phone out you know gonna get your uh <laughs> Go to first. You got to yeah. open up Discord, Discord, then you got to go to your app on your Xbox, and you know, then eventually you can join us through this. And like, it just, I don't want it. It'd be, it's kind of like a instructions, you know, to be able to play games with people. Um, Listen, listening to Rand talk and describe it today, I was like, I, I knew it was complicated. We talked about it last night, Mav, but when Rand described it, I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, yeah, I got lost halfway through. I'm hoping, but it's once you get it set thing. up, it's. But once you get it set up, then it's just ready to go anytime you want to use it, right? You don't no. have to do that each and every time. Well, you have you don't have to do the whole QR code thing every time, but you have to you start the server on the Discord app. Yeah. Which okay. is not yeah. on okay. Xbox. You got to start the server right. on your phone. And then yes. you hit a There's... button, and then it opens up the Xbox app. And then you got to right. start, you got to hit something on the Xbox app to enable the party. And then you can, like, invite people to the... it. Right. There's okay, a, so only uh, one person has to do that, and then they can invite everybody, as long as everybody else has got their set up, their Xbox yeah. set up. See, yeah, that's my question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, there's a there's a fact. I just put an FAQ in for you guys to look at. It's huge. I mean, it, this it's it's way too complicated <laughs> yeah. to have to deal with all of this just to set up something that you're going to use maybe when you're cross playing. Mm. Right. Right. See, I'm interested in it to see if I can streamline it to for community stuff. You know what I mean? Other than that, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like how yeah, much? It's, just, it's it. also going to get annoying because every time someone new joins, be like, "Well, do you got Discord set up? <laughs> oh, you don't. We first set up Discord, then download the phone app, then I'll send you yeah. advice." Like <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, how to connect my Discord account from Xbox? If oh. you've already have your Discord account linked, you have to also relink it now because it's a new thing. Yeah. Like I said. Mm-hmm. So there's linking, which is a whole process. Um, and then there's the setting up, right? So, okay, how to display connect? I don't know. Well, we'll see. I, I I can't wait till it's out of Insider to really get a test, and I hope they get some good feedback during the Insider process, right? And then maybe hopefully make it more streamlined. Um, but it's something that I think is still a good first step, you know, and it maybe will over time be improved, right? And uh, I think it's going to get some use. I don't know about how much widespread use until it's streamlined, though. Um, all right, let's see. What, what, we got one more thing that we want to talk about, or two more things I want to talk about real quick. Um, for, next thing is Ubisoft. Jasper brought this up before the show. Me and Pong talked about it last night. Um, I wanted to get Fuzzy's take on this, too, and Mike's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Fuzzy, like, Ubisoft has just canceled four games. Yeah. Um, Ghost Recon Frontline, um, not disappointed 
about that. I don't, I don't really care. Uh, then also they have uh, also canceled Sam or Sam Fisher at Splinter Cell VR, which I, I mm-hmm. personally don't care. Um, then two other games that are unannounced where, where I think that matters is necessarily kind of like what the hell they've been doing, you know, working on these games. Like they, two of them, they just recently announced, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. all of a sudden now they're already canceling them. And then uh, also a few games are delayed right it's not a yeah. huge deal to me avatar. you know like avatar is delayed yeah. give it more time if it needs more time it, it is what it mm-hmm. is uh same thing with supposedly there's uh what was the other game that was supposedly assassin's delayed creed assassin's rift. creed rift it may have been pushed back internally we never got a release date for that yet still yeah it's um, gonna get that's gonna get revealed apparently in mm-hmm. september so, that, yeah that yeah. was another part of the leaks that came out there's supposed to be more mobile game announcements coming as well as uh, the future of they Assassin's may, Creed was, and may stuff. may have been some of the ones that were canceled, too, some of those mobile games. Well, those are supposed to be the new announcements happening, yeah. and they're, and they're like, announcements coming up. So with their annou- announcements of the... Or they didn't announce this. was like, leaks, right? With the cancellations of these uh, other games, and then they're now announcing more mobile games and mm-hmm. stuff, uh, and uh, we got some of their bigger games getting delayed. What's going on at Ubisoft? Uh, fuzzy? <laughs> the do you, do you know? I, I, I wish I knew, but I, the best that I can think of, and I had joked about this in the DMs, is that it, they'll probably be acquired by the time Avatar is actually uh, released or something. It it just seems like they're spiraling. I won't say out of control, but they, they've had games in development. How like uh, was it Beyond Good and Evil, which that's supposed to be, I guess, shown here soon. It's already in playtest or something. Um, then you had Skull and Bones, which just recently, you know, finally revealed, uh, you know, released or unveiled again and, and given a, a more, you know, finite release date type of deal. Still no word on a division three and they got a skeleton crew working on the division two as far as support. Um, no more real word on Homeland or Heartland. 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 Uh, so Heartland. Yeah. yeah it's, it just seems like they've they've bitten more bitten off more than they can chew and now they're trying to figure out all right what things can we close down and what things can we keep going type of deal as far as uh you know either to save some money or or to not overspend or overextend themselves uh some of the directors that they've had before like the one of the main guys from the division group i don't know if he was specifically a mat a ubisoft massive guy or if he was with one of the support studios that works on the division but it, it he left not too long ago because he was like i'm overwhelmed here it's like they they have us pulling off or trying to pull off two or three things at once when you know we don't have either the resources or they're they're trying to draw the resources to these other things so it it, it just seems like upper management I'll, I'll say it's more of an upper management thing than their their dev studio management but it it just seems like they're they're i, I guess they lost their direction i don't know it, and yeah. or maybe that it is time for them to be acquired and have somebody come in there kind of shake up the upper echelon aspect of it and then you know kind of get them back to you know making good games again and getting on track to releasing them on you know a regular cadence type of thing so yeah, it's it's just it's sad to see right now, kind of. Mm-hmm. 
I, I agree, man. Uh, first, before we keep moving, I gotta give a shout out to Alvin. <laughs> Thank you so much, bro. He gifted five memberships uh, to the channel. Uh, so shout out to everybody who has received one. Um, again, there's if for people, uh, this is like a new thing on YouTube. It's been here uh, for about a few weeks now. When you see that pop up, there should be a little icon that says like allow gifts. If you want to be a chance to get gifted a membership, when those things pop up, you got to hit that they all work icon. That yeah, it seems like they all were working that time and they've been working out the kinks YouTube on this stuff. It seems like it's working better and better. Uh, shout out to Mike has gifted quite a few memberships on this channel as well. And it, I remember he was the first one that did it and it didn't really work right. So like, it seems like it's working better. Appreciate everybody and all the support, all the channel members who uh, check out all the content, everybody in the chat. I want to give a shout out to a few people in the chat too, as well. Uh, specifically Alvin again, there's Jeremy Brown. What's up? Dr. Dingle nut, uh, Chris Jones. I was asking uh, if we're going to have a stream later, later. I think so. I don't want to guarantee it, but I may be playing something later um sin what's going on sin how's it going uh infinite umbro stopping by jesse b nola origins uh big click uh so you got skywalker uav uh, as well A abacab back from dead shane lord roughness again uh what's up def leopard uh so many awesome people andrew colonane it's timmy uh let's see here tony garasso again uh absolutely amazing chat guys you guys freaking rock each and every week i appreciate all of you if i didn't get to you i'm sorry there's a lot of names to scroll through here but i love when i see the chat active uh you guys make it worth doing for 98 episodes that's for sure um so getting back into this uh me and pong talked about this last night jasper i'll save save him for last but uh ubisoft what's what's up yeah. man what, what uh, what's up I like what's going on I think maybe now they've they've had a lot of launches where they haven't been as successful as they wanted to, and a lot of, they've been getting a lot of negative feedback with their decisions. They've been going with their games now. I think maybe they're finally starting to evaluate the press that they're getting and be like, "Hey, let's our formula's not working right now. Let's make some decisions, let's make some changes, and try to get this company back on the right track." I, there's no, I don't think we should be worried about them. I don't think it's acquisition time for them. I think they're just kind of reevaluating internally of what they can do to get back on the track for yeah. their community and maybe taking it back we're, we're only going to launch two free-to-play games in the next year instead of four <laughs> right mm -hmm. something like in the in the, that regard maybe um it's it's interesting I, i'm a little concerned just not because of like i if they get acquired i don't even care honestly i mean i think it's probably a good thing if they do but if, if they don't then i think we'll be okay too but like my main concern with them is like dilly dallying with these like random projects all the time and not just making the stuff that I, they should obviously know that people want. Right. And then it's like, what do you yeah, having they, your employees like do? And now the employees are fine. They're getting paid, they're, you know, but like, I think they're finally learning. They're like, where they've been just kind of shotgun approaching. Like we make this free to play game. We make this a microtransaction heavy game. Like one's got a hit. I think they're finally being like, none of these are hitting. Like, what are we doing here? Let's actually make something. Yeah. Maybe they recognize a lack of interest from these announcements. Yeah. Like nobody's talking about them. Nobody gives a shit about them. Uh, like the insider programs that they've they've launched and had people test is like a lot of negative feedback from a lot of people. Um, again, I uh, I've had an opportunity to play on some of the games. I know that some of us here have as well. We can't really say what we've played, 
and what we have not or what our specific opinions are of said things. All I'm going to say that I wish X Defiant was on the list of cancellations. Um, <laughs> but it yeah, is. They could rework it, it. They could rework it and it could be a different, completely different thing. Right. That's what it needs to be to be successful. It's something completely different than, um, than what it was. Right. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, Mike, are you concerned a little bit about Ubisoft at all? Like with all these, all this uh, news coming out about cancellations and, and delays and stuff. I don't think anybody is going to shed too much of a tear for frontline being no canceled. I, that was a, that was a bad idea. And I think somebody, somebody, you know, went into uh, Eve's office and said, what are we doing? I mean, it was a free to play MMO that was going to be microtransaction, you know, heavy and, no one wanted it. So them canceling that is actually, to me, uh, not a not an issue. The Splinter Cell game, um, would I have liked to have seen Splinter Cell on VR? Yes. But I, at the same time, unfortunately, I, I don't know. I don't know that making it an Oculus exclusive was the right way to go there as well. So, I, yeah, my big. I think those the other two unannounced games. <laughs> yeah, but we don't Star know Wars. what those. I, they, yeah, but if they're trying to save know. money, that's an IP you don't want to like buy out and be like, well, we can't take the risk of buying out Star Wars right now, so let's just cancel that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like to know what the two other unannounced games are, but I'm not. I don't yeah. know. I it, what will what will concern me um is if Skull and Bo- Skull and Bones um flops. Uh Well, it's 70 bucks and it's like a game that a lot of people thought was going to be potentially like a free-to-play type model game, but we didn't nobody really knew what it is. And this is the first Ubisoft game that's going to be $70. It's $60 on PC. Um do you think that's going to potentially hinder the ability for it to success with be successful with a new IP, such a high asking price uh, for a brand new thing that doesn't have a huge amount of excitement over it right now? I mean, it seems like well, it's set up to flop. Well, the part of the part of that issue of the lack of excitement is the fact that most people, including me, thought the dead game was dead. So, <laughs> I, but, but and I, I mean, it's looking at it. What's interesting about that game is looking at the game and knowing my experience and a lot of my friends' experience with Sea of Thieves makes us excited for this game because it has the things in it that piss us off about Sea of Thieves. So, or or it, it has the opposite things of the things that piss us off about Sea of Thieves. So I'm, I was, until the price, wanting to give it a shot. I, I think... Yeah, $70 is not going to help it. Especially if people then go, well, wait a minute, why is it $10 more on console than it is on PC? That's a dumb, that's a dumb move. Um, but, I, but if that, so that flopping plus not knowing what Assassin's Creed is coming down the pike, um, then then you start to get a little concerned. Um, I don't know if I'm quite concerned just I mean, yet. Valhalla made a billion dollars, so I think all right. 
yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. However, I do think that they are setting themselves into place to be acquired. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily least, by their choice, though. I mean, like, like they, well, yeah, they are in a place to be acquired, but that's because their stock has plummeted so much in like the last yeah. year and a half, right? They were well, worth about and, in the chat. They, uh, Nola was saying. Google's saying Ubisoft's worth $5.2 billion market cap, right? They're worth more than what the market cap says, but their market cap's about like five six or whatever. I check it frequently because it keeps going down. And um, just about like, I think it was two days ago, I think it was like $6 something, $6 something per share. And um, a year and a half ago, it was like 23 or $24 per share. Right. Yeah. And their market cap right. is down about a third, I mean, two thirds of what it was. So, I mean, they're they've legitimately lost a lot of value as a company, but they still have the same amount of like most of the same amount of employees and stuff. Right. So and they have keep like dilly dallying with these different projects and IPs. Hyperscape was a flop. Right. They uh, have made Far Cry 6, which I, I'll say Far Cry 6 was not their fault that it was criticized like it was, you know what I mean? I Far Cry six was a great game. I think sometimes they just can't win with people because they make a game that's like fits within their IP and is a next evolution of that. And, and the people are like, well, you can't keep, it's gotta be different, you know? And then like, yeah, then well, they like have all these free to play things and they keep trying to bastardize these IPs. Right. And, uh, now they're canceling those. I just don't know what their direction is. Right. Um, but I well, don't that, think they're in good shape. I think they're trying to stave off an acquisition. Like, anytime they go in, either they stay the same people, bitch. If they go in a different direction, people, bitch. So it's like, what can they really do? Well, well, they, right. They got to stop releasing things like Watch Dogs Legion that was not very good and like very gimmicky with like the ray tracing at launch and stuff. You know, it was broken at launch. The game saving that was bad at launch. The only successful game. They really launched that was very ultra successful was Valhalla, uh, and that even that didn't receive the praise that I think they were expecting. Even though it's doing really well monetization wise, Assassin's Creed they're doing fine with, right? It's like everything else. They I think just, they did Immortals, Phoenix Rising. That uh, that was pretty. That, was, yeah. that had a, that had a lot of good press, but I don't know if it sold as much. It probably didn't. I, got, I don't think it sold yeah. as well. You know? And they got Mario Rabbits coming out. There's, there's a reason awesome. their value is plummeted like yeah. this, right? It's like... Well, I mean, also, like, it's just the market, too, right now. Everything's kind of mm-hmm. going down. I, yeah. And and don't forget, this is not the first time... It wouldn't be the first time that they've had to stave off an acquisition. Yeah. Uh, Vivendi just about affected a hostile takeover on them yeah. about a decade ago and they were able to fight it Mm -hmm. off but that was back when their stock was much much higher um i i i mean the gulamil family they the gulamil family they 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 don't want to give the company up that it's it's kind of a family-ish run company they you know they, they like that that kind of um you know they're like royalty to that family uh, you know, to that brand. Now they they're they, they're not full owners, but that together they are. You know, they make majority up all stake. the board. Yeah. They, right, they make up the majority as a family. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It, you know, Eves is getting is getting on in age. 
who's to take over if he retires? I mean, they're setting themselves up for somebody to take a run at him. And I'm going to, I, I would not be surprised if this time next year, they're not owned by Embracer Group. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Embracer Group? Okay. Yep. Uh, that, out of all of them, I wouldn't see that one coming, but like, they, I think. Oh, uh, I would. Yeah. Embracer, Embracer is, they, they have a. been, well, they remember these guys bought Gearbox and then now they've got Crystal Dynamics and it, it's, it's they kind take, of their They're going to take that next step and let's see who's the most obtainable big publisher. Why are you smiling, Pong Soul? <laughs> Did we just did we just step into speculation town, brother? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite place. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, remember like uh, was it like two months ago or something? I, I can't remember exactly when. But there was like news about them potentially like uh, preparing the investors for like we're open to listening or something like that. Yes. To, to, and yeah, then yeah. then it came out after that that they. Uh, were potentially approaching or have been approached by mm-hmm. an investment company that wasn't really related to gaming, right? Um, and that was potentially a partner they were seeking out to have potentially save off an acquisition or something, but there has no been no news from that since then. Um, at, at this price point, man. Yeah, at this price point, it's a pretty cheap <laughs> who, deal who, who just who, who just beefed up their legal team today? Sony. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation has a partnership allowing them to continue to publish, just like they're going to do with Bungie, allowing them to be autonomous. Um, the perfect partnership for Sony to jump into at a great value price. Yes, it would cost them more than obviously what they're valued at now, but to gain control of those IPs would be a counter shot to what Xbox has been doing, and it's within their range. Um, and it would be huge. It would be a, a gigantic chess move on their part to take advantage of a situation much like we just saw Microsoft and Xbox take advantage of Activision Blizzard. Um, it really would put Sony in a really strong position. Um, that's the first thing I thought of uh, when I saw that news today that they're beefed up their legal team with yeah. Ubisoft. Like that, that's that's what they're gearing up for because they know they're going to be under scrutiny. Um, for a move like that, but it's the perfect price point for Sony. They can't do everything that Xbox does, but when a deal like this comes along, sometimes it's just too good to pass up and to have control of the all that IP. That's a big deal, especially with their movie making and everything else, brother. It's that would be gigantic for them. Yeah, they, I mean, they would have the Clancy brand. You know, they yeah. would have yep all of that stuff, and that that the also rabbits. ties in with like the Clancy movies and stuff. I, I don't know if they yep. would have. Would they have access to the Clancy movies? Do they own the rights to that, or I, I, I don't do. know. Do they? Because I th- I think when they got the Tom Clancy thing, they got the movie rights as well. Um, because that was the whole hold up with the Division movie, if I'm not mistaken, with them ch- trying to choose a director and all that stuff. I I think Ubisoft has the wherewithal to be able to do that with the licensing that they had ever since. Cause I, I think they basically got rights to books, movies and games with it. Hmm. Yep. So what about Amazon? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Amazon could jump in at any point, any point, any point the, they the, could the jump thing in with Amazon and make a big is, splash. You know, they, if they really wanted to make that next, I mean, they, they've had a mm-hmm. couple successful MMO type games launched now. Right. And, mm-hmm. They uh, have some different type studios and stuff, but if they were to go out and get, okay, 
if we do this, we're going to have Assassin's Creed for Luna. Like, you know, like uh, we get, get all of a sudden get another subscription type tier with the Ubisoft plus all this kind of stuff that they already offer. But then they'd be making the money on it. So that you instead of Ubisoft and everything, they could implement that into their tiers and things like that. And I, uh, it, you, I mean, I'm not saying I want Amazon to get, to get them or whatever that I, I would not actually be wishing for that at all. However, There's at the so price, like, there is could, yeah. yeah he could jump in like, 10 cent could do it you know um epic's yeah. buying people too yeah i don't know if 10 yeah epic maybe 10 cent i don't i don't see 10 cent going after a it's not their style yeah but it would help with their, their free to play so without without it being conspiracy theory territory it would help their propaganda move as far as uh american ips and something that's book tv and movie related so yeah it, it it would help one of the agendas that they're trying to move into without it looking like they're, you know, acquiring like a, but not real, necessarily a TikTok or something, but that type of deal. But um, I, I kind of saw Sony as being the ones that would grab this, even though I don't want that to happen because division I prefer playing on Xbox and yeah, it could probably it could stay be a situation Xbox, like but... Bungie though, where there'd be where games would be remain multiplied. Yeah. That'd be part of the concessions they'd have to make like Xbox is with call of duty as well. You yeah. know what I mean? So... And, and think about it now with Sony's service to their subscription service, you got an instant mm-hmm. catalog that you can throw in there that all of a sudden starts to look a lot like game pass um yeah. it would be very impressive move and it's the first thing that i thought of too fuzz it, it'd be incredible yeah hmm. it'd be interesting I, I think um i wouldn't necessarily like mind if sony bought ubisoft like i personally what i want is whoever's going to lead them in the right direction nintendo right no, please not. They have, they have so much damn talent at Ubisoft that is being squandered right now. Mm-hmm. And that's the frustrating thing. They have so many employees and some of the most talented devs in the world all making, when they make something, it's usually really solid. It plays really well. All, all these things and minus Watch Dogs Legion, uh, things like that. Uh, but there's usually like, Wow, this is like a really big ass, a really cool game. I, I'm usually not, I'm usually not, un, I'm, I'm usually not unimpressed with a Ubisoft game. You know what I mean? Like you're usually like, wow, okay. Now, but we're seeing all these things in the background of like we don't know what the hell they're doing. You know, so if they could have somebody that's just like, hey, we want to make a new Splinter Cell, we want to make a new Rainbow Six, we want to make a new uh, The Division, we want to make a new. Uh, Ghost Recon. We want to make a new uh, Rayman, right? Uh, we want to make a new. Uh, what, what games you say, Jasper? Hawks. Tom Clancy Hawks. Hawks. Yeah, let's go. Tom Clancy <laughs> Hawks. Tom Clancy's Endgame. Let's bring back an RTS genre, uh, Clancy verse. You know, I do more Star Wars stuff, Avatar stuff. You know, all these different things. You know, I'd really take uh, advantage of that. Uh, the Matt, what's the Snowdrop engine, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, utilize it, and man. Whoever gets Ubisoft is getting a lot, right? And maybe they can fend for themselves, but right now they are in a very obtainable state. And Sony would also make sense because Sony has a big presence in Europe, and so does Ubisoft. So I think that would yeah. go well to strengthen that even more. Like, yeah, yeah. Although now all I can think of is Assassin's Creed Hyrule. <laughs> 
right <laughs> you want you want you want it to be uh you want it to be a nintendo mike so then we'll end up having to that, play clancy games on a uh switch that's great Rainbow six platoon yeah at 480p right at 480p let's go um personally <laughs> i wouldn't be excited for that uh but you know you know i i nintendo would never do that first off right but no. um there's somebody out there that would and bracer group was interesting because i i don't really think of them as like you know as that but you're right they have been making bigger moves you know so mm-hmm. that would be the biggest move they've made um i can't believe how low the value is right now for ubisoft compared to the other major publishers out there pretty crazy also facebook's kind of a player because they own oculus and yeah. so if they may want to start making more vr games well, here's a thought too. We've heard a lot of things about EA is looking for a, a merger partner, right? Mm-hmm. But they want to be in control is the issue, right? So, like, what yep. if you know EA, U, EA and Ubisoft get together? EA Soft. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I said that a long time ago. Mm. I said that yeah. would be a powerhouse. That would be a that would be another solid move for both of those companies to combine forces because yeah. then they would be pretty much untouchable. They would they would position themselves as one of the biggest publishers in the industry with some of the most I, valuable IP mm-hmm. out there. Um, it really would put them in a strength uh, position for both companies. It would make total sense. And a very diverse um, if, catalog too. Yeah, if oh, yeah. if and and, and, and their both management of them each have their own subscription services right now, so they could kind of merge them into one could merge them in yep. it would be much more valuable from that standpoint but much more enticing to people to make deals with them um and their management styles are kind of similar they're kind of in the same boat which is not necessarily a good thing because they've both been lost a lot yeah. um over the years but maybe um that combination of both of them maybe they could figure it out and make it work um it would be a great that would be a great move yeah yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, we know we've heard several reports. The EA has been calling everybody, like, "Hey, what about a merger? We can't. We take control." You know, like they've been calling everybody. It seems like trying to get this done. So I don't know. Maybe that could work. Um, that would be the be- that would be the like without them being acquired by Xbox because I know all the games would be automatically in Game Pass, right? That would be like the best case scenario for me, probably just because I I feel like. Um, they a lot of things things would be the same, but we would still get more use out of their big IP. Because one thing EA does is they stay behind their big IP, right? And uh, also right. Ubisoft does as well. But they're also not afraid to make new things either, right? And try new things occasionally. So, um, yeah. shout out to Chris Jones two dollars super chat says, "Don't forget to follow Mav and Caitlin on TikTok, yeah, especially Caitlin." Had a Ten dollar <laughs> one earlier. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, shoot, thank shoot, you, Chris. Yeah. Um, I I have like three TikTok videos out there. Um, Kate has like a thousand, I think, already. I don't know. How, um, but Kate's no, TikTok, yeah, Kate's TikTok is incredible. Um, Chris Jones with Harley with a ten dollars super chat. Thank you as well, Chris. And he says, um, always, uh, let's see, always love Xbox Ultimate. One of the most welcoming families, even though someone doesn't play JRPGs. JK. He's never gonna let that die. I always love to see Brother Mike as well. One of my top three shows, Fire. Uh yeah, thanks, Chris Jones. I appreciate it. 
And I do play JRPGs, you asshole. But I appreciate the support. All right. Um, and maybe not as many lately. I'll, I'll say that. Maybe not as many lately. However, um, what it, there's a couple coming out that I'm actually looking forward to. You know? Um, so, and I was actually looking at a gameplay of, I don't know if it's Live Alive or Live a Live or Live a Live or Live Alive or whatever the hell yeah. the game's called. It looks pretty. I, Live I, I, and let look, die. Looks up my alley a little bit. So I might be checking that out. Um, Anybody that's also does like tactical, like fantasy games, like R- RPG stuff, check out uh, Disciples Liberation. Man, that game is awesome. Absolutely awesome. I had no idea. I didn't even know what it was. I got it in the game sale. It's fantastic. So um, I, that's not, I don't think it's Japanese developed, so I can't call it a JRPG, but um, great game. No, it is not. <laughs> um, it is similar to some JRPGs, though. I will say that. Very similar to some. Um, and the one last thing I wanted to discuss, guys. Uh, now, I think Jasper and, and Fuzzy, you've seen uh, quite a bit of this out there, is the Forge leaks on Twitter for Halo mm-hmm. Infinite. Uh, we've got some new information here. Uh, this is going to be a game changer, you think, big time? Yeah, that you can like make your own like scripts to control stuff. Like there was one where uh, he made like a ship fly over the middle of the map and drop fusion coils, so you, you can make bombers. They also uh, had one where he tied a fusion coil to respawn underneath the wasp, so every time you flew a wasp, you could drop a fusion coil and make the wasp a bomber instead of just a shooting stuff. Um, so there's like cool stuff like that. You can also magnetize vehicles together. So he put a banshee on a tank to try to make the tank fly. Uh, <laughs> there's a uh, one where he had like the overshield thing where you like pop it in your chest and like you fly overshield, but instead yeah. of playing overshield, it makes you fly up in the air a bit. There's so many like wacky and creative things you can do in this. It's like, it's going to be stuff that's never been in any halo before with yeah. forge. I also, they kind of showed a little bit of uh, uh, the like server browser, like custom game browser and stuff from that today mm-hmm. I saw. And it seems pretty expansive as well as the options. I think when, when halo infinite forge mode comes out, and then we're also at that point, the full launch of campaign co-op. Again, I've said this numerous times. It's like the real release of Halo Infinite multiplayer in a way. Um, I will also, at that point, when Forge releases, will be season three. So we'll have a, hopefully at least a couple more maps as well by that point developed by the team. Plus, you got all the community creations that will flood into there like crazy. Right. And no more content shortage problem. When the community has been taken over the duties, we just gotta right? hope three four three implements some type of searching feature for that or something instead of just letting it, whoever owns that content just host it and be lucky. Oh, right, they need like people. a search for custom games yeah. type thing, yeah. right? Um, kind of matchmaking, forge matchmaking to like. Well, what they did people. in the past is they looked out for the best forge maps and they just added yeah. them into the game, right? So they could have a separate playlist with just community creation stuff. Yeah, that it could be like something a as well. feature of the week or something. Yeah. The problem is I don't have right. the biggest faith in three four three right now to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen this stuff, Fuzzy? Like, uh, been leaked on Twitter quite a bit. I saw the what is it? Upside down world, the like yeah. the Stranger Things thing that the guy created, and they they've had it everything from like the resizing stuff to the ma- like uh, what Jasper was talking about the magnetizing stuff and. I think at this point that that will be their biggest source of, you know, update content on a you know, steady cadence, not knocking them, but it, it will just be something much like what we have in Forza now where you can add those into the mix, like uh, the highlighted or the, 
you know, featured, you know, uh, content, either content creator in the game or, or, or map in the game or, or mode in the game each week and then have it where maybe you get some, you know, XP for completing that or, or at least having a match on that particular map type of deal. If they, you know, add stuff like that into like the, you know, the, um, uh, what do you call them? The, uh, the whole routine, then yeah, that, that will definitely help things. Um, and allow them more time to focus on either, you know, campaign DLC or any of the updates and, and, uh, season stuff that they, they want to do, you know, every three months down the road type of thing. Also, like, I was saying the thing where the ship fly over and it drops unicoils. coils, it was tied to a button. So like if you just start doing random stuff like that on a map, just like hide a random terminal in like a corner and you hit a button and then some ship flies in and drops bombs or just like a spawns a tank in or something like you can change like just the basic maps we have now and just like randomize it for each individual game. Like mm-hmm. how Battlefield is trying to try to do that with a tornado to come in every now and then just yeah. do that in Halo, but like make the button do something different every time you play it. So you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, man. I think it's going to be crazy what the community comes up with, with all the different Spartan abilities too now, right? Uh, you can make maps that utilize those abilities in different ways for like the fun game modes that people <laughs> you make. You can and make stuff. your own abilities. Like m- imagine popping like an overshield thing, but you like get really small. So you're like a two inch Spartan running around or something like that. Right. <laughs> you can make your own abilities. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can customize and, and link together abilities. You can do all sorts of things. Because you can make your own scripts and code with it. So Yeah. Yeah. You can do anything. It's insane. <laughs> That's why I said only three bits post today. I said we're eventually just going to have Halo Call of Duty, Halo Battlefield, Halo <laughs> Spider-Man, Halo Skyrim. We'll have Halo <laughs> Fall Guys. We'll have Halo Hades. We're going to have we're going to have a version of everything because once the community if if it's as expansive as it's looking, there's no limit to what yeah. this community is going to come up with. Trust me. It's going to be insane. Like, yeah. I would not doubt we get a Halo Elden Ring at some point with a Souls-like ability. I, I just, again, if it's that deep and from what we're seeing just on the surface with these, you know, leaks or whatever you want to call them, glimpses of what it's going to be, then, yeah, man, some of these people out here in the community, my God, again, you see what Bethesda does. They hire modders, right? So if they have those kind of tools available for people, we're going to get some crazy ass stuff in here and it's going to be fantastic for halo uh, overall. And it's going to take some pressure off three, four, three, which is obviously needed right now because they are going through a lot of transition. Um, A lot of people are leaving right now. Um, You know, and obviously Joseph is bringing back some of the old school people. So there's a lot going on within three, four, three right now. And I think that this forge could really, really, uh, do some wonderful things uh, for Halo overall and give it some life. So yeah. for sure, absolutely. Which Power Wash Simulator has apparently passed it for number four played game on Xbox right now. <laughs> um, which I can't say that I'm surprised because Power Wash Simulator is absolutely amazing. Um, and there's so many things to wash. Hong, when are you gonna start washing stuff? Never. <laughs> never all the games I, again i shout out to everybody who loves power it's obviously very popular it's very popular simulation games have just never done anything for me whatsoever me neither, with man. all the this other games so that i've got to play there's no way i'm going to pick that over my backlog there's just no way you're missing out Pong. Not, i'm no. just telling you right now not that's okay for, not even for achievements come on I mean, nope not even for achievements i mean you missed out on the it's 2021 game, game of the year 
you know it's what you missed out in 2021 game of the year with it takes two because it's not for you don't miss out on Correct. the 2022 game of the year with Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> yeah. Right now, the two game of the years for me is Elden Ring and Power Wash Simulator. Those are the two that I've been like, I can't stop playing that. I got to right. get back on it. This yeah, year. it's insane. <laughs> Mike, have you partaken in the power washing? I have not taken in the, partaken in the power washing. I am not a... I, I've been doing work like outside for real. Mm. I, 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 I can't come fun, in though. and pretend it's to like, do the same thing. Yeah, that's physical effort. You got to put. Yeah, in. just yeah, it just hit the trigger. With the heat in fact, outside. they make it so easy. You don't even have to hold the trigger. You can just hit the left on the D pad and let go, and it automatically sprays. So I mean, they don't even make you tire your finger out. You know what I mean? Huh. So when you're done, uh, <laughs> when you're done fingering, you know your controller, <laughs> it, gets, it gets tiring. You know, you can take a break. You can put it on mm. auto finger. If only that worked. As a ch- as it should, because how many hours are you? Would you be fingering for? Because you told me last night some levels are like three, four hours. Sometimes that's it, like sometimes you have to finger it for like four hours to finish it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that, that's a that's a cramp waiting to happen right there. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Sometimes I forget about the auto finger button. Is it like crap right waiting to happen? Cramp, cramp, cramp. Now I say it like I will say when you once you've been fingering for four hours, it can get pretty wet. So. Like <laughs> you want to make sure that you uh, make sure uh, just to use some soap, you know, after and you know get it nice and spotless. Yeah, that multi-purpose um, cleaner. If you got a, a multi-purpose yeah. surface, use that. If you got a stone surface, use some stone cleaner on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a you know they have different squirt. I mean, sprays uh, for the nozzles. You can get different uh, widths. Widths of Red sprays tip is the most powerful. White yeah. tip is the widest. Well, I have white tip. That's one I like to use <laughs> a lot. Um, it's weak though. It's a weak tip. It's it's not about the it's not about the strength. It's about the girth and the width. How would you know, Jasper? You're taking a shit the whole time, according to Matt. <laughs> yeah. So that's <laughs> <laughs> because you don't have to hold down the trigger to do yeah. the thing. Yeah. You can just hit you know finger your D pad and then go take a shit. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Every time I look around at Jasper, he's gone. Oh. It's weird, man. I was just trying to get a guy to, to help. Uh, Listen, hey. I'm trying to get a guy to help finger stuff with me. It's apply, like, okay. it's, every time I'm like, hey, Jasper, you want to take a turn? He's like, no, I got to go take a shit. You know? Sometimes I come back to the job and be like, I got to take a shit again. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. You know, it's, it's okay. You know? You kept talking about your dick. And I was like, I want to hear about your green dick. He's like, well, I got to wash it. Well, I did got to wash my deck. It's a huge deck. It needs lots of washing. Jasper. I mean, it's, you got to clean the underside of that deck. You got to clean the top side of that deck and uh, make sure it's spotless. You know, you kept using a white tip on your deck when it wasn't powerful enough. So you got to switch the yellow tip. I did switch the yellow tip. And then we couldn't find the last little spots on the Listen, deck. Listen, motherfucker, I take shit. And then I'm going to come back and take it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're right. I'm sorry. It should, should be more sensitive to your uh, incontinence. Um, so uh, this was, and we had a lot of fun playing. Yeah, I, I really enjoy Power Wash Simulator for real, guys. Um, and I've c- considered a career change. I'm going to Power Wash for now, for life. Um, but I'm only going to do it fake on simulation streams on YouTube. No real labor here. We're just going to do. Uh, fake power washes 
and uh, live our life that way. I think it's going to be the right move. You think we can go full time with that? Uh, we may have to get a side business like car mechanic simulator or truck driver simulator. <laughs> I think okay. truck driver simulator. There's only so many hours in the day. I mean, yeah. like we maybe you can wash the you can mow the yard and then I'll power wash it. Not well, not the yard. I won't power wash the yard. I mean the, the house. We should probably mow first and then power wash it. You get the grass <laughs> that, on the house. You got to power you're, wash. You're it. right. You won't even have to blow. Yeah, I can just power wash. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um. Any other takes on Forge, guys? I don't know what the hell we're talking about now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you power wash in Forge? You'll you... be able to make it, brother. <laughs> you know, the, Somebody the will come hog, up with it, brother Mike. The, the, war, the warthog <laughs> comes back all dirty from battle, and someone's got to clean it. Oh, my God. Can they get yep. a warthog in there? Maybe the power washer could be the machine gun term, but like a plasma rifle, so it's like constant, like looks like water and is a constant. Is it strength. isn't power washer console exclusive, Mav? Isn't power washer console exclusive uh, on Xbox? It's on PlayStation, I think. Is it? Is it on PlayStation? It. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say you should probably hit up somebody at Microsoft and say, look, we need a warthog in here. You guys gotta get together and partner up. <laughs> they got they got I want a pelican, I want a warthog, like a, I want a, a Halo edition, yeah, DLC, just Halo DLC. Master, Master Chief there, just have him stand there. I'll wash oh. him, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> I, and put all of 343 on him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so all, all of 343. Yeah. Guys, He's a dirty boy. right now, stop making season three content. This takes precedence. This takes priority because this is the number four game played on Xbox right now. Make, put some warthogs and pelicans and Master Chief. Can the podcast out there with that one? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, 343 making DLC for yeah. Power Wash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Love good it. God. Yeah. I can't. I'm trying to think of the expansions we could get for Power Wash Simulator now. Can we get a Hot Wheels expansion? Yeah, it would work. Power Wash all the Hot Wheels cars and and clean yeah. off the tracks and yeah, that would work. Okay, <laughs> let's go. All right, acquisition yeah, season. Who's yeah, the dev? What was that, Jasper? I can hear you underneath Pong's typing. I said they have a, they had a Halo Infinite map to Power Wash Simulator uh, before they had a Halo Infinite map to Halo Infinite. Wow, that'd be right. Like we get to go Power Wash like Lockdown yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Future Lab, Phil, go get Future Lab Future right Lab. now. Hey, th- those guys are great. Yep. You know they know how to wash stuff. You know, it's published what I mean? by uh, Square Enix, which is interesting. Yeah, it is published it is. by Square. Yeah, and, and it's a Game Pass game day one, Sony. right? I'm surprised it's not I'm, I'm sure Sony. I'm sure Sony looked at this and said, oh, "We're good." <laughs> and it <laughs> and it is a console exclusive right now. By the way, is it? Oh. It is a. It's massive, only on PC and Xbox. Right it, now. it is a massive PC Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass success, right? Mm-hmm. It is. It's getting a lot of playtime out there, like way more than it would have. But it's also the number two rated game of all time on Steam. Wow. With overwhelmingly positive reviews. That's what I, I read at, anyway. I don't know if it's true or not. But I saw it on Twitter, so it has to be. Uh, but somebody <laughs> said that, that it was a number two rated game of all time on Steam. Power Wash Simulator. Let that sink in. All right, this is show. I won't uh, play the number two game of all time. <laughs> yeah, I won't play the number two game of all time. I, I forgot what the number one. I think the number one was Lawnmower Simulator. Um, no, no, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Uh, all right, so uh, again, chat. 
you rock thank you all so much uh we we don't have anything else to talk about we were going going for two hours and 40 minutes and mr mike there because you know he he needs to get his uh uh his, <laughs> his nighttime sleep you know he's got it he wakes up at four in the morning you know like most old men do and uh gets the newspaper gets, he gets the newspaper goes gets down the to the newspaper. he goes down to the <laughs> diner in, in town and sips on his cup of coffee and, and reads the paper and and then starts telling the people about the good old days um so, Mike, uh, where can everybody find you, sir? Uh, everybody can get the hell off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, first and foremost, thank you, guys. Uh, this has been another great night. Um, you know, I always love coming here. Uh, Xbox Ultimate was uh, uh, is, has always been my my start to the weekend. So always being, you know, being able to come on and and chat with you guys and uh jasper and fuzzy it was nice to to uh, be on with you guys i think this is the first time yeah. i've been on with you guys and uh yeah. sister caitlin we're we're gonna get you on nlg it's gonna happen yeah. let's do it's it gonna happen <laughs> see aha aha we have that recorded now so <laughs> um speaking of which so you can find us on youtube at the original next level gaming um if you Punch in Next Level Gaming and search. You'll find us right there. Uh, we are uh, now on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. with me and Chris and Peter. Um, and uh, it, we always have a lot of fun. And, you know, we always have great guests on, um, you know, Mav and Pong and uh, and uh, have always been, you know, gracious guests. And, and we love having you guys on. And Pong will get you on again soon when you've got, you know, I know you are a, a man about town. I don't know. I don't know what shows you're not on. He these gets days, around so. a little too much. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> not so much anymore. Now yeah. it's work. Real life. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, real yeah. life will do that to you. I, I hear you, brother, because real life has gotten in the way of a But I just put out a, a video today for our channel members that I've been working on for like three weeks because I just hadn't had time to. So I, I totally get it. Um, but uh, so you can find me there uh, on Twitter, NLG Mullis, and our official uh, NLG Twitter is OG underscore NL Gaming. Uh, Xbox is Stinger NLG. PlayStation is the original NLG. And Switch, you will never find me. Because <laughs> I don't. Play. You don't play on the Switch? So, you don't do the Switch? I don't play on the Switch. Yeah. I don't. The Switch is not something that I do. So. <laughs> That's cool. my, kids, my kids have it. Yeah. I just, I can't. I can't get into it. Uh, Viper XT says, if you haven't tried Bright Memory Infinite yet, yeah, give it a go. It's only 20 bucks. I, I, I might oh, yeah. give it a shot. I, I don't know. I've been thinking about it. Um, lovely wife, Caitlin. Yes. Uh, where can everybody find your amazing TikToks? Well, I don't know if any, like, I feel silly because I don't know if anybody that watches this even would even give a crap about anything that I post. But if you're into, like, you know, food and cute things, then you can follow me at Caitlin underscore fancy and on Twitter at Caitlin X 0615. Thank you, brother Mike for giving us some of your time tonight. It was awesome having oh. you and the chat Pleasure's mine. was amazing as always. Absolutely. And the panel. What's up? <laughs> I saw your fancy ass uh, salt and pepper shakers you got. Yeah. Those are cool, man. They actually work They're really so good. Cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, they take six batteries a piece. Those they do six a freaking piece. Yeah, um, 
that that's like the but i bet you they're gonna last forever those batteries yeah. maybe you know I hope, I hope so um depends on how much mav wants to use them because he well, thinks it's fun anytime i eat food i'll probably salt and pepper it like it so that's i'm not gonna like over salt it just because i like the salt shaker i don't okay. think <laughs> jasper where can everybody find you sir lore jasper on twitter lore master jasper on youtube uh yeah, FSP is Monday at 10 o'clock on the Fun Speculation channel, and Xbox Ultimate is Friday at 9 o'clock on the Fun Speculation channel. That's where I'm at. Uh, that's what I do, so check that out. Awesome, man. Um, the always fuzzy one, Mr. Fuzzy Belvedere. Where can everybody find you, sir? <laughs> Just want to thank you for having me on. Thank you to uh, Mike, Uncle Mike, for uh, being on and oh, uh, you know putting up with uh, <laughs> all, all the, the roasting, but... Uh, Man, it was fun having you on here, and uh, always fun being on here with you guys and everybody in the chat. Uh, for anybody who wants to hear my ramblings on about anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore belvedere. Uh, on Shop Podcast with Pong and PTK Blam tomorrow at nine PM on PTK Blam's channel. <clears throat> FSP on Monday on Fun Speculations channel with Psychonauts, Lore Master Jasper, and Three Bit. And um, back here on uh, Friday on uh, uh, Xbox Ultimate at 9 p.m. once again with the family. It's awesome. Right on, man. Appreciate you as always, Fuzz. Um, and we got this encyclopedia of gaming guy dating back to the very first game ever created, Punk Soul. Um, always giving us amazing thoughts. Where can everybody find you, sir? Did you get Jasper? Yeah, yeah, he was he was the first. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, oh, okay. All, all right, good. I, I want to make sure you weren't going after me because obviously <laughs> Matt promised you that you weren't going to have to follow up <laughs> after me. Yeah. Don't worry, ah, Jasper, that is... I got your back, man. <laughs> it's been awesome. Start, the show started left, we ended left. Uh, that was that is what's always amazing here. Obviously, shout out to brother Mike. Uh, just obviously an honor. And a pleasure, yeah. sir. And your kind words tonight again. I don't take compliments very well, but thank you, sir, for all of that and just for joining us here on Xbox Ultimate. And you've been gracious in the final time you will ever appear on Xbox Ultimate because you exposed yourself for your Tokyo Extreme Racer. Uh, uh, man, that's black. Terrible, right terrible review. Okay. Yeah. Not once, but twice, sir. That's it. It's done. It's over with. It's been a great run. So thank you all. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Uh, you're, uh, you're, you're welcome. And, and I take back everything I said about you during the show. <laughs> thank you. Okay. All right. Good. Anybody who would write a review like that, I wouldn't want a compliment from anyways. How about that? Wow. 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 Yeah, you have to cut off the association you. You right everyone here. to have opinions. And you wow. like yeah. They're like assholes. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Everybody's no. entitled to a dumbass, stupid opinion. Every <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike, it's been fantastic. Thank you for yeah, taking the always. roasting, man. We were just having a good time. Ah, Love you, brother. Always. You know what it is, Love man. You, All respect always. to you and everything that you guys do over at NLG. You know that. Um, you guys are just fantastic, and I always suggest that everybody goes and checks you guys out whenever I can uh, because you guys, again, the most welcoming 
panel most welcoming chat there is out there and you guys have been doing it for a long time and the knowledge you guys bring is fantastic to listen to so thank you mike again for sharing your time here on xbox ultimate we are definitely graced by your presence sir um so appreciate you being here family you know what it is love you all it's been a great night lots of laughs this is the best way to spend friday night i'm sorry for the typing i don't know why the mic's picking up the typing tonight i have the softest keyboard in the world it's okay I know, I know, and I keep, I, I've been trying to remember to mute myself, but thank you I for putting your, up with your that. massive, heavy, dense fingers. Is that what it is? No, yeah. that's not Are what you, it is. Oh, he's secretly been playing Power Wash. He's getting those muscles built up. In a, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. I'm getting my fingering down. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, listen, <laughs> chat, you guys were amazing. <laughs> it's, it's awesome to see everybody back in here again every Friday night. Uh, appreciate you all. The chat was lit tonight. Uh, you guys are fantastic. You know uh, we have nothing but respect for all of you that come out and follow any of our shows, no matter where it's at, no matter who you watch. That's a big part of this community, and we love you all so thank you for that um continue please as mav uh, talked about before with the update with lupa it the, the positive energy whatever it is yeah. thoughts prayers keep her in your heart continue to do so it's a long road ahead for her obviously um but this was the first step towards getting back um but please continue to do that and thank you for doing it in the past when we've asked you to she's just an awesome amazing phenomenal human being um and we just want to see her get healthy and back on uh on track again so thank you all for that um otherwise you know what it is follow me pong soul on xbox on twitter um i'll follow you back for sure and then obviously check me out tomorrow morning with my brother from another steel rank who dropped by earlier to call us all hookers in only yeah. the way that he can do it. Uh, so check us out tomorrow morning on Living Split Screen. We will wake you up. So set your alarm now. Get those reminders on, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. Living Split Screen. Split Screen's all one word, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, 3 p.m. UK time, BST time, whatever that is. Tomorrow morning, be there. Tell a friend. We are on Mission 1K for that. And then tomorrow night, like Fuzzy already said, I will be on the shop podcast over on PTK Blam's channel. As always, the best show to end your Saturday night on and bring some questions to the chat. PTK does it a little different. He opens up the second half of the show to the chat. You can ask any questions you want us to talk about anything and we'll, we'll talk about it. So bring those on in. We're going to have the one, the only, the incredible Kay Asante on tomorrow night. Uh, he is now done shooting Halo, uh, obviously. They're going to start the second season here soon. But catch him now because he's got free time. So he's going to join the shop tomorrow night. Um, and then, of course, Tuesday's Xbox Factor podcast. I won't be on this week. I don't think it's end of the month for me at work. But, you know, Mr. Boomstick is the man. Double Barrel Gaming is the channel for all good things green over there. Hopefully him and Mrs. Bloom are going to be feeling better right now it's not good he stopped in here earlier they're feeling like run over they got run over by trucks yeah but hopefully they're both back um next week and hopefully we will have an xbox factor podcast always a great panel 12 p.m eastern 11 o'clock central time thursday night right back here for p.m in the p.m if you didn't catch last night's show go check it out mav and i covered like four topics i think last night but we just had a great time catching up with each other catching up with the chat and talking about the news this week but it's always happening on thursday night 7 p.m eastern six o'clock central time right here always we'll be back next friday night for xbox ultimate of course Again, always remember, it's the golden age of gaming, people. It really, really is. So enjoy it as much as you can. And get out there. Play something that you love. 
love what you play, and I'm going to talk to you all real soon. Yeah, everybody, what Pong said. Do that. Why are you smiling? I was thinking about stupid stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, can you say? No, probably not. Like, uh, I was thinking about our like power wash simulator conversations and stuff. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, why was Jasper smiling too? Are y'all DMing? Uh, no. no, I just, I just think Pong's intro is funny because it's so long. It's just like, it's just... oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think you'd be used to it by now, Jasper? Come on. Yeah. You can never get used to that. <laughs> I per- say the long in my head, word for word. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Spotless. You did the other day. You forgot one of your shows, though. I did. I forgot the shop. I forgot the shop. I couldn't believe it. I skipped right over the shop it was podcast. Like the first time, it was like first time made a mistake. Yeah. And I, I, there's look, video proof. I'm, I'm gonna blame the sunburn that I got last weekend. <laughs> yeah. My brain's still not right. Yeah. That's why you weren't here last week. You were burnt to a crisp. You know. Yeah. Uh, you drained yes. from the air show that you know you uh, yes put you out for the week. You know. Yeah, but, um, it was terrible. So, but glad to have you back, Pong. And Mike, again, I'm so gracious to have somebody like you here on the show with because I respect you so much and you've been so welcoming early on. And uh, your show, like I said, has when I first saw it originally, I was like, wow, this production level on this show was like so good. And like, you know, you had like a, such a great community and great uh, panel and everything. And you guys are just still going. You, Peter, and Chris are some of the best people in the community and absolutely still love what you guys do. So again, I just wanted to say, uh, appreciate you, uh, as well. So, um, I, I just tend to gravitate towards good people and you guys are all good people. Mav, you've done such a wonderful job with your channel and with what you do. And I also, it's, it's really funny too, just on a side note that I could be, laying in bed and my phone buzzes at three in the morning and it's you playing something. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and when you feel a little buzz in bed, just know it's me, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> at three in the morning, you hear you feel a little tickle there, you know, uh, Mav must be playing with something. Walked, walked, walked right into that. It's Mav. It's Mav fingering on power wash. That's what it is. <laughs> Man, stop finger blasting that wall. I mean, power. I mean, water blasting. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, anyway, hey, that's it for the show, guys. Chat again, you rock. Take it easy. Have a good one. Bye. Play on, gamers. How's it going, Jasper? Later. <laughs> <laughs>